0: Hi, my name is Amy Stock. I play Missy Mom in Bill and Ted Face the Music coming out September 1st. And here I am on Below the Belt podcast with four of the best interviewers ever. You guys are fantastic. Thank you. It was so much fun. And as always, as we discussed, the best catchphrase ever is be excellent to each other.
1: The Below the Belt show is closed caption for the hearing impaired. It is now time for the Bad Boys of Baltimore. Pips up. Goes down.
2: Oh, I got a live one here. <laughs>
3: One, wax off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, that's right, guys. It's time for another episode of BTB. Below the belt in the mother effing house. I'm your host, Al Soto, your host with the most here for your weekly ear, we have two birthday celebrants on the panel this week. That's right. Two of the best recurring co-hosts on Below the Belt show for a reason. So we had to celebrate uh, their birthday uh, on BTB, even though. We couldn't do an in-person celebration. Uh, Morgan, thank you for the invite for your in-person. But sadly, I was away the one time. (laughs) But nonetheless, we're celebrating tonight here on BTV. Let's go ahead and introduce the birthday celebrants, starting when that's right. She is affectionately known as Your Grace. Uh, (laughs) We thought of a different nickname for you to use tonight, but we decided it's probably best that we didn't say that nickname. Maybe you uh, could say that.
1: Everyone, everyone's gonna have something to say. To say, you know? right? <laughs> I mean, it's an inside joke between me and Al and a bunch of other people at a <laughs> movie screening. But you know, well, uh, we already brought it up. I think some Now with that, today's with today's culture, today's cancel just,
2: culture. Or, you know. Uh, of uh, easily offended culture. Yeah,
1: yeah. We don't need to
2: we don't need to go down well that for road. the for the purposes of since you already started the story, maybe you can yeah. say what it is just for the purpose of tonight.
1: Yeah. I mean it was just <laughs> <laughs> there was a <laughs> there was a film that we went to see um uh-huh. called uh what
2: what death leaves behind, death
1: leaves behind. Al was in it yeah. and there was one of the main characters was a light-skinned black man, and a guy in the audience. And there was so there was a panel, and, we, and you know, we're I'm in the audience, and I'm like, this is so
2: cool, like, dressed to the nines.
1: Billy, I had brought a friend. We're dressed to the nines, and I mean, the theater is packed, and this, you know, soul brother number one in the back asked <laughs> a question to to the main character. I can't remember his name, but he goes, you know. So how did you get into this character? Like, did you do a lot of research? And you know, it was a great question. But then he, but then he, he ended it with, or is that just some light skin talent? Oh, <laughs> damn. And looked at me and goes light skin talent. And I was like busting out. I was like, <laughs> shut up. The, we were just
4: this it, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> funny, you know, like, like we said it. Like I mean, God, that was what two years ago.
2: Yeah, it was.
1: It's funny for us, but, like, other people are like, what does that mean? I'm like, okay.
2: <laughs> Take it, it
1: was, everyone in the audience laughed because they were like, okay, like, you know you're making a joke. And then, um, obviously, the actor was like, this is what I did. These are the methods. So, like, it it had value. It just was funny. So, yes, your grace, light-skinned talent. <laughs> let's go
2: ahead and introduce the other birthday i love it by the way let's introduce the other birthday celebrant, guys his former member of the united states marine corps he is the one and only big nick aka the captain
4: ladies and gentlemen this is your captain speaking thank you for flying air btb we're gonna have a bumpy ride today as my co-pilot is also a birthday girl so expect turbulence
2: <laughs> I hope both of you have adult beverages. Um, I don't know if you do, but if Cheers. you do yes, awesome to the birthday crew. Well, guys, we have a phenomenal show tonight from top to bottom, as we always do here on BTB. Um, joining us um as uh another uh co-host is a BTB original, a good friend of ours, a good friend of Morgan's as well. Sabrina Taylor-Smith will be joining us. Um, but we're, our featured guest tonight is the one and the only actress extraordinaire. She's in a movie called First One In, a tennis comedy. She's been in a lot of great projects over her career, including uh, the film A Year in Change, which I did some work in. Barry on HBO. Jean-Claude Van Johnson on... There she um, is. Amazon Prime, and um, her name is the one and only Cat Foster. So we're we're happy to have Cat on later in the program. But I think we have Sabrina. All right. So we are happy to welcome on Below the Belt show. She's a great friend of ours. She's the BTB original. She's here for the first part of BTB's program She's tonight. She's the OG. One of the OGs on <laughs> BTB. The one and only Sabby Taylor Smith. A.K.A. Sweet Chocolata. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina, Sabrina, it's good to have you back on BTB.
5: Thank you. It's good to be back. Sorry, yes. I do not have my computer set up like I usually do.
2: Okay, so you're you're using your phone?
5: I'm actually using my phone because the computer I was trying to sign in on was like, no, actually, not today, Satan. Okay. And I was like, oh well, shit. Okay, I guess I'll just use my phone. So okay. I just downloaded the app and got on here and All right. to get in
0: through
2: my phone. All right. <laughs> well, uh, Sabby, it's good to have you back on BTB Airwaves. And, of course, um, as you know, it's the birthday show of both Big Nick and your grace, Morgan Fab.
1: Hello.
2: Oh,
1: miss- Hi, Clarice. I missed you. <laughs> I haven't seen you in so long. I know. We need to hang out. No.
2: Yeah, we can see you okay. We can hear you okay, too. You
5: look great. Thank you. I've been working out and losing weight.
2: Oh,
4: good. There
5: you go, sis. I have been
4: doing the exact opposite. Oh,
5: Oh,
1: Nick, Nick, you always look good. got me, so I gotta...
4: It's not fat, it's
2: power. Oh, it's power. Aye,
1: aye, Captain.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Has anyone gained the pandemic weight? Uh, Sabrina, was it due to the pandemic? (laughs) pandemic. I definitely gained some weight. I mean,
1: I I did, and it's now gone. I thought about it, but then I was like, no.
4: (laughs) No, I got
1: on the scale at one point and was like, uh, maybe those... Mozzarella sticks from Costco weren't a good idea to keep buying. Are they
2: are they any good, by the way? Yes. Yes. Yes.
4: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm a professional, let me tell you.
2: We've had the Costco. I
1: mean in the beginning of this, I was like, oh, it's like it's like snow day forever let's just go stack up a lot of junk food mm. and then i'm just like oh i've gained like and then 10 five months
4: went by <laughs> yeah i
1: mean <laughs>
5: like a youtube video together like how to gain 50 pounds in one month um but it won't be muscle <laughs> and now yeah.
2: muscle uh. But everybody looks great on BTV. Of course, it's your birthday, so I'm going to kiss up, you know? I mean, come on.
1: (laughs) I mean, I've since lost the weight, but I definitely was – it was hard. I mean, when you're stuck in the
2: house,
1: bored in the
3: house.
5: I I think it it, it is hard. Since you've been Mm. stuck, it is hard. And, you know, especially because we don't have any of that beach bod
4: motivation.
5: Like, ain't nobody going to the pool this summer. right? <laughs> I, mean, right. I, I saw you at shape. the pool. I saw at the pool, Savvy. I
4: definitely in shape, but the shape
2: is round. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh,
5: no, I told I you. I saw you was. in
2: Lion Ly- Beckwith's video, the Cal uh, Drogo of the DMV's video. You're in the background swimming yeah. at a 4th uh, oh, of July church. party. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, nonetheless, guys... Um. Well, In addition to the amazing panel we have tonight, again, we have actress Kat Foster. Man, I am excited to have Kat Foster on. She's a great actress. She's been on um, the sitcom Till Death. She's been on Amazon Prime's Jean-Claude Van Johnson, uh, as well as HBO's Barry. And she's going to be on the show later in the program to talk about her movie, First One In. But let's. First of all, let's go ahead and talk about everything uh, in the world of entertainment. This is what we do best here on BTB, guys. So uh, so I know um, a lot of us here love to go to the movies. AMC Theatres is opening up 100 locations on August 20th. So that's starting tomorrow, guys. Um, so actually, and, and as a part of the celebration there, and it's also AMC's 100th anniversary. They're doing movies in 2020 at 1920 prices. In the year 1920, oh, wow. the movie uh, movie tickets were only 15 cents. I don't know if you knew that. So wow. I
1: didn't know that. So this is only
2: this is only going to be a one day celebration on the 20th. I was going to say they're not going to make a lot of money doing that. Yeah, yeah just the one the ticket, day celebration. The
4: tickets might be 15 cents, but the popcorn still 40 bucks.
2: <laughs> exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, Tenet won't be open till September 3rd, so you won't be able to see. I guess which which is the first big movie to be released in the theaters, provided there's no unexpected crazy spike in COVID nineteen. Um, but yeah, I mean this is a way to welcome the um, the movie theater um, aficionados back, like myself and I know uh, Morgan. Morgan, you you love to see a th- I know you want to see Milan in the theater, but yeah, we're gonna you have did? to see that one. You well, wanted to, to. I mean, want to. To, yeah. want to, but it's going to be on Disney+. Plus, So Obviously, some, yeah. some people like, didn't want to wait for some production companies did not want to wait for the theaters to reopen. They just wanted to go straight to, um, on demand, but tenant. Yeah, they're, they were, they kept pushing that film and pushing that film until they're finally going to get it. Uh, <laughs> so there's going to be social distancing guidelines at AMC. Um, so I guess the seats uh, next to you cannot be reserved, um, and there's, you know, you have to adhere to the to the uh, six feet uh, apart rule. Um, so yes, the, um, the the ticketing engine will automatically block out one seat on either side of the party. So um, that's an interesting uh, scenario. So the face mask that's that, that's an interesting. So um they actually mention in an older article um when they first thought about having the um theater's opening that they were not going to be political and enforce face masks but now they got <laughs> a lot of heat for that so they decided yeah, yes, face masks a, should be worn
5: political opinion it's about
2: getting people safe. Yeah. Right. And I don't think it's that all bad to wear. Is it do you will you do you guys think it's uncomfortable wear a mask for two it's hours? It's hot. It gets well, hot. I, I listen, it does. It's, it does get I,
1: hot. I feel for the people that are in the restaurant business that are in the uh hair, nail, gym, you know, they're wearing them for eight, nine hours. Like I God bless them. Right. Because I've gone and got my hair done once, sat there for two hours with my mask on. And I was like, I mean, I did it, but it was it wasn't something I want to do all day. I went and got my nails done. Same thing. And it's just like, I think there are some people that are getting used to it. But I I definitely don't think it's comfortable or uh, I, I mean, I don't think it's 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 like that thing in the middle. It's not. It's not the worst thing ever, but it's also like, mm. God, like, I just I mean, we, think we about could. the people wearing it for eight or nine hours a day. Like, mm-hmm. it's that, that's, just, like, like home
5: remodeling and she does sales yeah. outside. Yeah. So she used to wear it in like 90 degree weather for yeah. hours
2: yeah. while
3: I mean,
5: walking. <laughs>
2: There's our face shield. There you go. Uh, I did read an
4: article that uh, you can have your mask off in a movie theater, but you have to be eating.
2: Oh, okay. Well, there you go. How are you going to monitor That's the same thing that? with like, restaurants. I mean, obviously, a restaurant. Yeah, you have
4: I'm to. just not going to go to a movie theater until I know I can do it without a mask on. Right. Okay.
1: Yeah. You'd
2: rather I- not sit through it, Nick. I yeah. To- gym? like I personally don't mind I want to see this black widow come November and Wonder Woman come October in yeah. the theater
4: so I whatever mean, the I, rules
2: are I'm gonna I hear say
4: something. that I'll, I'll wait but I probably won't
1: so <laughs> what there theaters in Maryland or DC Virginia that are so open? yeah
2: or- I, I have to um investigate how I, I believe this is a state by state or maybe even city by city yeah, um, I was, decision I was, um, I was
1: interested um, to
4: yeah, I would um, assume state by state, considering they'll probably determined by numbers, by right. COVID cases.
2: Well, know. AMC hopes roughly two thirds of its approximately 600 locations will be operational by September 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it just really uh, a matter of how the COVID cases are, you know. Yeah. Um Now, as you know, Big Nick, um, Bill and Ted Face the Music. Originally it was supposed to come out September first. Uh-huh. It's now getting moved up to August twenty sixth, uh, which is good news. But also, if happy. you uh, are near, if you're lucky enough to live near an A- Alamo Draft House, I don't. Apparently, you can um, see the movie for free. Okay, oh, well maybe wow. I'll have to go to an Alamo Draft House. <laughs> We're gonna have to find an where, Alamo Draft House. Where so is check that? it out.
4: Um, oh, there's there, one in like bumfuck West Virginia, but that's there, like two. There's actually
2: ones. one in Ashburn, Virginia. Oh, okay. know so that much? Yeah. Five that's, minutes away. That's a uh, yeah. That's, that's a little far, far west. It's um, far. For sure. Yeah,
1: from it depends on where you are, but that's.
2: But sad. free of charge, I think it's worth an hour half drive to
1: to yeah. see
2: uh, Bill and Ted's. That's, um. That's all right.
1: Big Nick's driving. Uh,
4: I don't know if you'd want to do that. I drive a, a Toyota Yaris, and it's about the size of me. So I, I, like that,
1: I used to drive one of those. That was my car. Did first you really?
4: Call. I drive it <laughs> lean to the left because the suspension is <laughs> really big.
1: Well, and now it. I have an even smaller car. I got a Fiat. So, yeah. yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. No one's
1: coming in my car. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one other person, Sabrina.
5: I have an hour and some time to go see Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure reboot. I mean,
1: I would love to yes! Do that. Yes, it's amazing. It's a it's like it's a Ninja sequel. sequel. It's a sequel. Something sequel, not like, a reboot. It's a sequel. biography.
5: I will be in the car for like five hours, but Bill and Ted, I'm sorry, you what don't matter
2: it? much to me. Oh, uh, boo to you, Sabrina. <laughs> I'm excited. I want to see. I am excited. I mean, we interviewed Amy Stock. Nick, you were here a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And it was just it was just an awesome, awesome experience to interview one of the iconic actors from Bill and Ted. So that was and really cool. And she was
4: cool. also like an adolescent crush. Like, I had a big crush on her when I was right? like 13. Hell yeah. She was hot.
2: Jesus, man. My was- God. Look at yeah. those photos. Holy smokes. Yeah. uh uh, let's see so another movie news so harry potter and a sorcerer's stone the first title in the harry Mm -hmm. potter franchise has made over 1 billion in the box office so it actually got re-released in china and other international markets yeah um interesting that they would um you know throw that back out there but um this this i think this is the first time that it's been released in 3d Oh, it's
4: 3D? That's cool. Yeah, so oh, I
2: that think... That is cool. Yeah. It um, would be
5: really cool if they did a VR of that. I would definitely go to see it.
4: So I'm getting an Oculus Quest tomorrow, and I'm finally Ooh. getting a new VR. I'm so excited.
5: I said uh, they had an Oculus booth, booth at Sundance um, where they were premiering the VR goggles when we went out.
4: I'm yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting some tomorrow. It's on its way. That's awesome. I'm yeah. very jealous. I'm very excited. You're very jealous about your. I was going to say. I was jealous. I jealous that she got to see it at Sundance. I yes.
2: <laughs> nice. Oh, Sabrina, your Sundance after parties. You, you're. She is too wild to tame, guys. <laughs>
5: <laughs> okay. Who's mad about it? Not me. Ever, uh, forever. Uh,
2: teasing i'm teasing <laughs> all right so august 22nd this is really exciting guys this saturday uh dc comics dc fandom is having a big event um called dc fandom hall of heroes mm-hmm. it's going to take place on exclusively on the dc fandom.com website we're gonna have a ton of panels everything in the DC universe. From uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, to talk about his uh, next role in Black Adam, uh, to the upcoming Wonder Woman 1984 film. We're going to see um, James Gunn and the Suicide Squad sequel uh, panel I'm for excited that. About that. That's going to be really awesome. I'm one of the 12 people that like
4: Suicide Squad. Not yeah, 12 I'm one, you're, I'm one of the 13. five
5: million that did
4: it. Yeah, I, <laughs> accept, I accept your truth.
2: I enjoyed it. Nick. I enjoyed I the hell I was out okay of it. okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> what else? All the CW shows. You're going to see The Flash, Black Lightning, um, DC's Legends of Tomorrow. Um, we're also going to see um, an upcoming show called Superman and Lois. Um, I guess they're re- um, rebooting kind of like the um, Lois, La- Lois and Clark. Lois and Clark. I yeah. That with, show. With Dean Kane. Dean Kane. Like
1: that was
2: that show was awesome. He is a tasty little treat still. Who's a tasty little treat? <laughs> Dean Kane. Dean Kane. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, also, the um, the shows that are now on HBO Max: Doom Patrol and Titans, um, as well as um, the upcoming Batman of oh, the Batman. Sorry, with uh, mm-hmm. director Matt Reeves and Aisha Tyler will be moderating that one. Um, this one's really exciting, of course. The Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, they're gonna have a panel, and also the new Batwoman, as you know. Uh, Ruby Rose is out, she decided to quit uh, her lead role. And um, the well, new she, she Batwoman, heard her, she like
4: bro- almost broke her back, she so. almost
2: broke her back, and it just made things it just aggravated yeah. more and more things. She talked about it. Um, yeah. actually, we mentioned this last week, yeah. yeah. kind of check it out,
5: and she's pretty awesome in that show. like,
2: But but we she, do have a new Batwoman
4: now. Have any of you guys seen the, the new animated Harley Quinn show?
2: No, but there's going to be a panel yeah. for it.
4: It is, without a doubt, one of the best things that DC has ever come out with.
2: Really? That wow. good?
4: I bought yeah, it. I didn't torrent t- it. <laughs> I didn't stream it. I fucking bought it because you it was that it. goddamn good. Wow. Right. wow. So imagine, okay. imagine like the All Justice League cartoon it's animated. It's an animated show, but right. it's it's fully rated R. It's ultra violent mm-hmm. and it's what the new Harley Quinn movie should have been.
2: Okay. Hey, okay. I liked the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie. It was a little better. It was, it was better a than that? million okay. times better than Birds of Prey. Okay. It okay. made me
4: it made me laugh so hard I cried. What's it called? Harley wow. What's Harley called? Quinn. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, it. the animated. Yeah, actually, it's Harley gonna be on HBO. I bought it on Amazon Prime. But, but it's, it's available awesome. on HBO Max. Yeah. Isn't it? Okay. H- HBO it. Max HBO Max or the DC streaming
2: service. DC streaming service, yeah. Uh, Which I, I bought, believe I is gonna on. phase into the mm-hmm. um Yeah. Is it
4: a movie? It's a TV show. It's like it's like the TV show, years.
5: yeah. Okay. yeah it's and it's just time. called Harley Quinn? Yeah. All right, you guys can't be throwing out all these awesome, knowledgeable
2: things I'm without you just
4: throwing them throwing them. You got to
2: watch. You got to keep up, Sabby Sabs. Um, God knows. <laughs>
4: um,
2: there's also no, a Superman. I always write stuff down after these shows. Right? I'm like, oh, I'm oh check back. There you on go. This. Good job <laughs> there, Morgan. <laughs> um, also, there's another animated show, uh, Superman Man of Tomorrow. They're going to have a panel, too. Um, mm-hmm. with Darren Criss, Brett Dalton, Ryan Hurst. Um, so yeah, so a lot lot of the... I, I do, definitely do have to check that out. Thank you for uh, reminding me about Harley yeah, that Quinn. Harley awesome. Quinn is definitely one of my favorite DC characters. Me too. And of course, it has a lot to do with Margot Robbie. I'm not going to lie, but I think the character is yeah, pretty cool. Bad so. at, uh, yeah, she's badass. But Harley Quinn
1: is just a
5: really fun character because mm-hmm. she's like... She's quirky and I... The only thing I kind of missed with Margot Robbie is I didn't get that. Like, she never once said her like classic line, which is, "Hey, Mr. J."
4: She does in the TV show.
1: Okay, yeah. there you go.
4: Uh, Haley Cuoco is that how you say her name? Cuoco. K- Su- oh. Haley Cuoco. Cuoco. She she plays. She's the voice of Harley Quinn in it.
1: Oh wow! Yeah.
4: And it's got like an A list cast too. Like Jason Alexander's in it, and fucking. Yep. Uh, Lake oh, Bell. Thank you. Blake Bell. Alan Tudyk. Huge mm-hmm. names in them.
5: And they're like two hours long, and they're all rated R, and they're all really fucking awesome.
4: Yes, this, this show is no different. Anyways, carry okay. on.
2: Sorry.
5: You do to let the, me get my, nerd, like my superhero nerdness out before we like to do okay? it. I'm good now,
2: though. Okay. <laughs> okay.
3: Crazy, so.
5: So, so
2: the Batman will be resuming uh, production in September in, in the U.K., this is good news. Uh, the UK ha- apparently has controlled the the COVID pandemic across the pond. So Robert Battinson, <laughs> the new Batman, mm-hmm. uh, his version of Batman uh, will resume. So I'm looking, I'm really looking forward to that. As you know, one of my favorites is Zoe Kravitz. Lover got to hang out with mm-hmm. her at Sundance. Oh, uh, had dinner with her at the uh, Spotlight Create- Creative Coalition Awards. Um and um she's going to be playing the Catwoman in this one so that's mm-hmm. pretty exciting. That's a good choice. Yeah, that's so be good. um Yeah, I'm just I'm just happy things are going to start shooting again. Uh, Jurassic World Dominion.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um wow. So that's going to resume production. Um they apparently um are changing the scope of the production from a first-unit crew to a second-unit crew. Um, They're shooting in Malta, of all places, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, Also in Pinewood Studios near London as well. Um, But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one because that Jurassic World will reunite the original cast of Jurassic Park, Um, Mm -hmm. Laura Dern and Jeff Goldblum, and, and tie those movies together, which... Good. I'm a fan when things tie in, Me too. and yeah. they pay respect to the predecessors. You know, they don't do what you know that old all female Ghostbusters did. That pretty much just crapped all over the original Ghostbusters. But um, didn't see that. Um, but the Matrix, as you know, they've also resumed the uh, filming, the fourth Matrix um, in Berlin. Keanu Reeves was talking about how. Um, how great these safety protocols are on set. They're very, um, they they do a lot of um, thoroughness and thoughtfulness uh, into the protocols. Um, The rhythm of the filmmaking has not been interrupted. So despite the the guidelines, um, seems like everything is just uh, going smoothly. And that's what I like to hear. So I'm really looking forward to that. Surprisingly, though Lawrence Fishburne has not been asked to return in his iconic role as Morpheus mm-hmm. in The Matrix Four. I wonder why. Why not?
4: Uh, yeah. he, the he article asked. I said he said that he just wasn't invited. They just yep.
2: He was care. not invited. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He said maybe that will r- make me write another play. I wish them well. I hope it's great. Mm. They just didn't right write in a role for him. I'm I'm kind of shocked. He was very yeah. Happy. That's weird. He's 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 available.
4: Character. I'm I'm kind of curious to see if they're gonna introduce like another generation of the one or something like that. Like right, you know, yeah. it's it's Matrix for the new generation. So that while it's still mm-hmm. Keanu Reeves, it's there's gonna be a new focus on a new character. Right. I foresee this happening with the with the right. way that movies have been going lately. It would it would
2: make sense. Yeah, it, it has to. I mean, they got to do it. I mean, sure,
5: but still, you could have Lawrence Fishburne in there still. Yeah. I agree. I, 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 more I agree. wholeheartedly He's agree. He's the red pill or blue pill guy. Come <laughs> on now. The red pill or the blue pill. Like, how can you not have that guy? He's
2: <laughs> the Matrix. How are we gonna it. get it? Uh, yes <laughs> another film they're rebooting guys uh, this was a reboot this is a uh, planes trains and automobiles mm-hmm. uh, which was really? iconically played by steve martin and john candy mm-hmm. so apparently they want will smith and kevin hart that'd be funny to be in the stark roles and i yeah. think this is great i, I'll I mean i'll get behind it i'll get behind it you know there's no one funnier there's than kevin hart crazy. And Will It'll Smith, funny, yeah. I mean, it's gonna be funny, dude. Imagine that that, that, that um those aren't pillows scene, like redone, you know? Mm-hmm. With with Kevin Hart just <laughs> with the reaction on his face, you know. Yeah. I can just imagine, you know, them recreating that scene again. But um I think it's a cool thing. I'd love to see that. Um they're doing and a character than Will Smith. That's what I'd love to see. What would you like to
5: see? Will
2: Smith play a different character than Will Smith? Oh well. Smart. All right. All right. <laughs> the same. Are you trying to say he's very one-dimensional? Well, I mean, the guy's got Will Smith money, so he
4: doesn't really have right. to make movies anymore. He does it because he's bored.
2: Exactly. I don't know if it's having bored, but he thinks a box office draw. Yeah. Right. They they um I think that I I, I I think I believe he really enjoys, you know. I'm sure he does. Oh, I mean, yeah. he he, he, so he, he loves know. the art. That's why he does it. But you know, especially now after anymore. the, uh, what was that called? <laughs> the entanglement.
1: Yes, the entanglement. I mean, that. A Jada Pinkett no
2: Smith was involved with. I mean, I just
4: hope while that entanglement was happening, he was entangling himself with Margot Robbie.
1: I'm oh, so
2: snap. Are
3: You kidding me? That's my girl.
2: In. That's mm-hmm. my girl. Oh, mm-hmm. that was, that was a rumor. That was not confirmed, though, was it? It was a rumor. It was a rumor. It was a rumor. It was not. I don't think uh, Margo's commented or will no, on that situation. No, neither. Neither
4: one of them have. But I like to pretend. <laughs> <laughs> now, <peace.
2: laughs> Uh What else? We have um, the sequel of Murder on the Orient Express, which is called Death on the Nile. I just saw the trailer for it. The today. trailer just good. dropped. Yep. The just I like.
1: Dropped. I like.
4: That movie that was good yeah, all-star cast all-star cast good. Dude, yeah good. it
1: was good so,
2: is, so which is good it's a completely different cast than the, the orient express but it's gal gadot wonder woman Ooh. herself <laughs> letitia wright shuri from marvel uh, which is awesome for black panther mm-hmm. army hammer annette benning oh, um, oh
1: i love army hammer clary uh, yeah. i know you do have a thing it.
2: Yes. oh do you <laughs> <It's
1: so> amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they uh, yes, are yes. Emma. Ever Mackie. since she was the Winklevoss twin. Oh, so right, in the social face. network movie, yeah. <laughs>
5: All right, go ahead. Sorry.
2: That's okay. Continue. Um, but no, the the, the trailer the trailer does look good. So, looking forward to that. Um, so Universal's doing a movie adaptation of Dear Evan Hansen, with Amanda wow. Stenberg. We joined the cast of that. So this is a um. Well, Dear Evan Hansen was a, a Tony Award-winning musical, mm. very good, very, very good.
1: dance-oriented. Yeah.
2: Exactly. So this opened up in Broadway in 2016. Um, but yeah, um, they just um, added um, Amanda Stenberg to the cast. That'll be good. Um, so that That'll should be really cool. good. Um, ben Platt, who was who won a Tony for his performance in that play, has been ex- is expected to reprise mm. his role. He's oh, cool.
1: wonderful.
2: Yeah. Uh, Caitlin Dever has been cast as Zoe. Um, so yeah, so you saw the original production? Um, I did not, but okay. I I know a lot
1: about it. But Ben Platt, I mean, I've seen him in so many things, and he's yeah, he's wonderful. So awesome. I'm surprised that it wasn't made into a movie sooner. I mean,
2: yeah, I guess
1: they just were waiting. But I mean, it's been critically acclaimed for a long time now.
2: That should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to yeah, checking that out. Yeah, should be out. a
1: good
2: one. Um, another game turned into a film, Big Nick. I know this is um, music to your ears. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is, um, this is um, Firewatch. Are you familiar with Firewatch? Firewatch. Firewatch. Yes.
4: It, nope. It's it a critically
2: screen. acclaimed game released in 2016. Uh, <laughs> Not that uh, acclaimed, but
4: otherwise I'd have known about It
2: <laughs> sold over 2.5 million <laughs> copies. Um, it's, um, Oh, I retract my
4: statement. Yes, I have played this game.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. It's about, it's in the Wyoming wilderness in 1989, um, centers on a fire lookout named Henry connected to a, his handheld via handheld radio to his supervisor.
4: It's actually, the, the game is actually played like a movie that it, like, you don't really have a lot of choices. It's very linear. Yeah, um, it's actually a really, really good story. So uh,
2: remember that video game with Ellen Page?
4: Yeah, it's yeah same, similar to same that. kind of setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like um, a movie.
2: Yeah, they had like Ellen Page nude taking a shower one scene.
5: I oh, like the ones.
2: Yeah,
4: yeah.
5: but no, Firewatch.
4: This Fire will this, be this will be a good movie. This will be good. Cool. Okay, so now I knew you. It's like, there's no way you haven't it heard took of Firewatch. me a Fire second I've played so many. I've played so many video games. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> He's like, I
1: can't keep track.
4: Right, yeah. right. It's true.
2: It's true. Uh, let's see. Jamie Foxx and Queen Latifah teaming up for a new film about the life of civil rights activist and gospel singer Mahalia Jackson, starring Jill Scott. So, All right. mm. they'll be producing that film. Um, it's all about BLM. Uh, films around this time, of course. A um, uh, great comedy film with O'Shea Jackson Jr. You know him as Ice Cube's uh, kid. Uh, working alongside Pete Davidson of Saturday Night Live. Uh, he's breaking into more movies, guys. Um, it's a drama comedy called American Soul. Mm. Follows two 20 somethings uh, with mountains of college debt who use the Fashcast. Fast cash of aftermarket sneaker reselling to achieve their American dream. Okay, <laughs> um, so that's, um, that's
4: kind of Pete Davidson's niche. Like he can't really right. get out of that. Like drama comedy is really like all that poor kid's got. Yeah. yeah. God, yeah.
1: what was that? Did you Stick see? one you guys cupid, see? You know that last movie that he was just American in?
4: Um, oh, the one with King of Staten Island. King of King Staten Island. Of Staten Island. No. Island.
1: But there was another one that he just did. Oh yeah, it
2: was like very similar. Um, big time um, adolescence. Yeah. yeah,
1: we watched that one, and I was like, it, it had its moments, but like you're, mm. what you just said, Nick, like that, that is Pete Dave. It's I like just, that comedy. I, yeah.
4: And I see him, and I hear him talk, and I just like, I want to give the poor kid a hug. He just looks like yeah. he's having go with things.
2: <laughs> yeah, and he does look like uh, Steve Buscemi. It's interesting because. Steve Buscemi <laughs> is so in that odd. movie that He's like said... a
4: 28-year-old Steve Buscemi who happened yeah. to hook up with Ariana Grande. Right. Exactly. You'd think but... someone who hooked up with Ariana Grande would be a little bit happier about things, right. but.
2: But it doesn't. Um. Doesn't. Um. Steve Buscemi play one of his relatives in the King of Staten Island? No. So the. He's...
4: It, it, the Steve Buscemi is like the firehouse chief. Yeah. Okay.
2: Like he should have played the role. He should have played the relative. Yeah, I mean, the guy looks—they look, they look, they look alike.
4: They look pretty alike. But Steve Buscemi was a fireman in real life, uh, yeah. so that's he right. wanted You're to right. play one in this movie. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, and um, Pete Davidson's dad was a firefighter who died at 9/11. Exactly. That's
2: it's semi semi autobiographical.
4: Yeah, semi. Yeah. That, that explains yeah. the drama comedy.
2: Yeah. Um, there's a new movie called Blackbird, they just dropped the trailer for um a pretty good cast for this one. We have um Susan Sarandon as a woman. Uh yeah, uh she's uh ready to end her long battle with ALS um in this film. Um it's also directed by uh Roger Mitchell, who directed Notting Hill. Oh, um okay. Yeah, there you go, right? And her husband uh, is played by Sam Neill. <coughs> so um, it's okay. about, you know, I guess the family spending their final days as she's dealing with them at ALS. Sure. And her two daughters are uh, played by Kate Winslet and Mia Wasikowska. Okay. So well, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, Let's see. So if you're a fan of Fast Times at Richmond, hi. I know Chachi the King of the 80s is. That's a good one. They're going to be doing um, a table read of of this with some of the original cast and some other stars. Brad Pitt and Jimmy Kimmel, um, along with Jennifer Aniston, Dane Cook, Morgan Freeman, Henry Golding, Shia LaBeouf, Matthew McConaughey, Julie Roberts, and it seems like the only original cast member is Sean Penn. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so it just had its 38th anniversary. Um, But it should be cool. The event is titled Dane Cook Presents Feeling Alive, uh, which will include the virtual live table read. Um, So that's something to look forward to. Um, Robert De Niro's got a new movie. movie. What's that? He said I hated that movie.
5: Fast Times at about High. Why? Really? It's so iconic. Because none of the characters learned anything from the mistakes that they made in their lives. Just like uh, literally <laughs> lost her virginity in a rape scene, like at a it on creates. a bed, in a bit like in an Lot. abandoned park. Like the whole the whole premise of the movie is about how you should like have sex with people with no repercussions. However, and then when the girl gets pregnant, the dude just completely abandons her. Like everything, what what is good about that movie? I don't it sounds know. Like, sounds 80s, like real 80s. high school. 80s.
2: It's real 80s. high school, but 80s. at the same but time, about that movie. we're living in different times. Yes. So a lot of sensitive The movie topics. definitely hasn't aged
4: well. We'll say that.
3: Yeah. yeah there you
5: I go. Definitely
4: that. hasn't aged well. Although Phoebe. It was
5: last although,
2: year. Although Phoebe, Phoebe Kate, Kate? Kate, that's
4: Naked? the only reason
5: why that movie is
2: good. Yes, Phoebe Cates has yeah, this Yes,
5: She's
2: hot. She's, <laughs> so hot. she's so a- hot. She's
5: hot. She's the reason why you see that movie. Phoebe Cates, that's it. Other than Absolutely.
4: that. Everybody knows MrSkin.com, right? The website. Huh? Oh, MrSkin, shows- of course. Of yeah, MrSkin says that Phoebe Kate's nude scene is the best nude scene in movie history. Wow. Well,
1: Damn.
5: Oh, Marilyn uh, Monroe in her movie. That was the first time that like a woman was naked on screen and her body was for reals. Marilyn was <laughs> not kidding around.
2: I was okay. like,
5: Marilyn. <laughs> I mean, I knew you had hey. curves. I didn't know
2: about those curves. Oh man. All right. We got a trailer for a really cool movie. Um, Funny movie. Uh, it's kind of in the same vein as meet the parents, but it's a, uh, Called the War with Grandpa as Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm, um, I saw that, yeah, you yeah, saw that trailer. Um, so he's, he's too sharp for a nursing home. Decides to move in with his daughter's house, and of course, um, they got to kick the son, uh, the, his gra- the grandson, out of the, the room, and uh, they have a war uh, to try to <laughs> try to win the room, I guess, because uh, the grandson's not happy that his room was taken over. Uma Thurman, Cheech Marin, Jane Seymour, and Christopher Walken. Star in this one. Okay. It's nice to see. Um, oh, go ahead, Sabrina.
5: I was gonna say I love Christopher Walken. Like uh, I took a screwdriver to his head, and
3: then I...
4: like, <laughs> no, sir. Sorry, that's my bad. he <laughs> got the um, wrong tone. It's all wrong.
2: Oh my god. I say that oh again. God. I'll stab you in
4: the face with a soldering iron. <laughs> iron. <Again. laughs>
2: oh my god. Dude, this trailer looks absolutely dope. It's called The Devil All the Time. Have you guys seen it? It's a movie. It'll be on Netflix. It stars Mr. Spider-Man himself, Tom Holland.
4: Yes, I saw this.
2: Along with Bill Skarsgård, the lovely Haley Bennett, Mia Wasikowski, Sebastian Stan, Robert Pattinson, the new Batman. Robert Pattinson. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. And wow, the amazing, the beautiful... One of my favorites, the granddaughter of Elvis, Riley Keough, uh, mm-hmm. is also in it. You haven't seen Riley Keogh in anything? Watch the Girlfriend Experience on Stars. Holy smokes, she is amazing in that. That's all I gotta say about that. But uh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> but you gotta check out the the trailer. looks so dope, and I'm I'm really happy that this film is going to Netflix. I have a feeling with a cast like that, this movie was gonna go into theaters, but because the pandemic we're in and theater releases it's going straight to netflix but definitely definitely a film to check out um also on netflix they're producing uh, guillermo del toro's animated um it's a stop motion animated musical feature for netflix um based on pinocchio um mm. yeah so gregory mann will be pinocchio ian mcgregor will be cricket Christopher Waltz, John Tutoro, Ron Perlman are all going to be a part of this cast. It's interesting because they're already going to do a Disney live action Pinocchio with Tom Hanks. Yeah, that one's, you know, um, that's called Pinocchio as well. So I don't know. I don't know what a new
1: Disney movie that hasn't been done before. That's what they're not going to do.
2: Well, no one's
1: coming up with those ideas.
2: I'll tell you, though, Mulan looks dope. Mulan Mulan does look dope. I'm annoyed.
1: I will say that. There's no singing and there's no Mooshu, but it still looks good and I will pay my $30. Right? (laughs) I (laughs) will say (laughs) Mulan does look good. Can I come over, Scott? Yeah.
5: That's a future job for you.
2: Okay, Cool.
5: On the topic, Morgan, I have a future job for you.
1: Oh, okay.
2: okay. What's that?
5: Uh, I need her to be one of my Barbies. Done. It's a long
1: story. We'll get into it later. But yes. About that alphabet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's a topic for another time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, this is uh, this one looks really cool. So it's Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, you might remember him from "Get Out." Get out. Get out. Uh, it's a um, a film based on a science fiction novel, The Upper Worlds. Um, mm. Love, love good sci-fi movies if it's done well, um, but it's based on a, on a novel. Um, but um, so basically it's a man who realizes he has an unexpected gift, access to a world where he can see glimpses of the past and the future. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um yeah. Um yeah. some aspects of uh, I guess time travel involved with this one. That's always fun.
5: If done right. If done right. If done right, the time traveler's wife was really good. Yeah.
2: yeah. Are you a fan of The Witcher? Anyone? I haven't seen it yet, man. But <laughs> it's
1: I haven't good. seen it.
2: That's on my a, list. It's a sweet yeah. it, it's a slow burn, but it's good. Okay. They just started uh, production in the, uh, on the second season in, in the UK. Yeah, that's
1: on my list.
2: Tonight. Yeah. Now,
1: I have two important
5: questions for you. Go two ahead. important questions for you, Al. Yeah. Okay. Have you seen The Boys or Umbrella, Umbrella Academy? Academy? Remember okay. we talked
2: about this and I asked you to pick one and you said okay. you couldn't pick one because they're so good. So I said which one has the hotter chicks? You said the boys.
1: Okay. So <laughs> before you go in, before you even continue, I've watched all of the boys. I was very disturbed. <laughs> I liked I was, it, but it was I was disturbing, disturbed. but it was good. But I just started Umbrella Academy this week. So I'm on like episode five or six oh, nice. of the first season. Nice. So I didn't say anything else. And I knew I was going to like it, but I made Matt watch it with me and I'm like, you like this, right? And he's like, it's actually pretty interesting. So I'm like, we're going to
2: like Sabrina, it. Sabrina yeah. you'll be happy to know I am it's on episode three of season one. I, I,
4: I, uh, binged through the boys in one night. Okay. Dang, and then yeah, I we watch and then boys, I binge like, watched the Academy. Then I binge watched the Umbrella Academy in two nights. Oh my um, goodness! Holy shit! I mean, they're, I that, tried, but I can't.
1: Like last night, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm gonna keep like dreaming about this. Like I need to go to bed. So yeah,
2: well, I, I could are, probably get finished this so. weekend. So. But yeah, I gotta get I gotta get finished on the Umbrella Academy. No doubt, I watch I definitely want to. I
5: the second season of Umbrella Academy in one day.
2: So did
1: I. I mean, Uh, yeah, I I could if I wasn't, you know, doing anything else. I totally could. (laughs) (laughs) I really like them. I really like it. I like it a
4: lot.
2: How about Warrior Nun? So apparently this has been renewed for a second season. Which one? Warrior Nun on Netflix.
4: I haven't started that one yet.
5: Mm -mm. It looks really good, though.
2: Yeah, it might be worth a look. You know, I've watched a few episodes of, of The Crown to, you know, watch it for award season, but, uh, it's, um, going to production for its next season. They just found their Princess Diana, who will be actress Elizabeth Debicki. Um, also added to the cast will be the High Sparrow from Game of Thrones himself, Jonathan Price. Mm. Who, who will play the Queen's husband, uh, in the fifth and sixth season of The Crown. So, uh. That's pretty exciting. Um, Prince Philip, of course, that's who uh, Jonathan Price will be playing. Um, looking forward to Stranger Things, uh, season four. As you know, uh-huh. they uh, had to you know delay production due to the COVID pandemic. Um, they're looking to restart in Atlanta soon, hopefully, when they're given the go ahead. But uh, the creators, the Duffer brothers, just confirmed that season four will not be the end um they do intend on um finishing the series on their own account on their accord because they have a ending in mind they didn't confirm Ooh. whether it'd be season 5 but um it wouldn't surprise me if it went up to season 6 but it's so successful and it got an Emmy yeah. nomination which is crazy um it i think that's really cool it's the like second season You're on the second season of um
5: no, I said I fell off around second
2: season. Well, you shouldn't because season you gotta, three is... You
5: got to go back.
2: Yeah. Season three is amazing.
5: Please tell me to. I will go back because
2: I trust you.
5: Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, watch it. And I'll catch up with the, the yeah, boys and the up. Umbrella. Um, it's so interesting. So Gatton Matarazzo, Matarazzo, who plays Dustin in Stranger Things, apparently is working in a New Jersey restaurant as a food runner. He's a 17-year-old kid, but I have a feeling he's just doing it because he's bored. I mean, the, the kid doesn't need to work, really. I mean, no, even he's though— he's got
4: Stranger Things money. He's but all yeah, right, but—
2: Even though he's, like, uh, you know, on hiatus um, from mm. production, but apparently it makes sense because his family members also work at that restaurant. So, oh, in well, any that makes case, sense then. yeah, he's, he's uh, working as a food runner at the restaurant, so I think that's kind of cool. A lot of people have recognized him at the restaurant, even though he wears a mask. Um, I'm sure. Yeah. He's kind of easy to recognize while on the job. Um, now, this is a really cool uh, series. Uh, um, giving some prominent roles to Asian American actors, which is always good. And the beautiful Nina Dobrev uh, joins Jimmy O. Yang and Riverdale's Charles Melton in a romantic comedy called Love Hard. So, uh, this will be an upcoming. Uh, Rom-com to uh, look forward to. All right, Big Nick, I know you're going to be excited about this one. So on Disney Plus, Star Wars is making history again by making uh, producing the upcoming Lego Star Wars Holiday Special. What do you think about that, Big Nick? Oh come on! Oh no, you're the biggest Star Wars fan. How can you do that?
4: I draw the line at Lego anything. Really? Besides the Lego movie, the Lego movie was good. The Lego movie. You no know, big
5: fat kiss on your face.
4: I love well, the Lego movie, but St- Lego Star Wars they lose me.
2: But hold on, this will be the yeah. holiday special. This will be uh, oh, so so it's so Christmas. It's summer. going to be very tongue in cheek. It's going to be animated <laughs> versions of the Star Wars stories using the Lego figures and blocks. It's a little too uh little too on the nose for me, big. Well, man. it's not going to be an exact replica of the well a lot of people call it the worst piece of uh, star wars um you know exactly. product that ever been dropped ever uh, but does so continue with that well that, not anymore
4: because that's the uh, the disney threequel. thank you very much
2: but this is uh ray we'll follow Ray uh for further investigation um and bb8 God. will go to um the chewie's home planet of Kashyyyk. so um Right. You know what? You know what it is meant to be tongue in cheek. Is meant to be lively and fun. There will, and there will be an
4: audience that will appreciate that movie,
2: but you will watch. Oh. I might it's
4: start Star Wars. it. I probably won't finish it. Okay. Start, start it or watch it or finish it. I, I, yeah. like Lego. Besides the Lego Movie. Like Lego, anything. I just that that's one yeah, medium I'm I just
2: don't really enjoy. I'm
5: like literally right there with you, Big Nick.
4: You're
2: here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is something Sabrina might like. Disney Channel's animated series <laughs> will make history by having Disney's first bisexual lead character. <laughs>
3: <laughs> look at your reaction
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Owl House and it's um, Luz noceta the 14 chi- the year old protagonist oh wow they're making her 14 is a normal teen who she's goes a on young. a journey to become a witch and she's uh, attracted to male characters in the show but then further um, shows a relationship between Luz and recurring female character, Amity, um, and they actually share a dance together. Um, yeah, 14, is that a little too young to have a, a bisexual character? I don't, I don't know. know. First of all, I'm going to say this.
5: Most okay. of the time when you talk to people who have decided that they're like gay or that they're lesbians or whatever, it's something that they've known ever since they were little. Like, right. it's not like, True. oh, I'm 14 now. Maybe it's appropriate. Like, perfect example. Um, my neighbor in Brewers Hill, she, um, her daughter, wait, can you, am I still there?
2: Yeah, you're still here. Uh, yeah. Yeah,
5: yeah. Um daughter is 13, and she came out to her mother like two years ago. And during that time, she was like, she had said to her mom, because she was afraid that to come out to her mom, and she had said to her mom that she was gay, and her mom was like, I don't care who you are, like, as long as you're happy, mm. but the thing is, she's only 13.
2: So. Okay, well, you, you bring up a very valid point. It is Disney, so I'm curious, they're going to handle... They're going to handle this in an appropriate way, of course. My first boyfriend project. actually pretended to be gay until
5: college, and I pretended to be his girlfriend all the way through then, but he knew he was gay at, like,
2: 12. Oh, wow.
5: Right. Yeah. So yeah, you were yeah,
2: like, a that's beard? You were a beard? Huh? You played a beard then. <laughs>
5: I, played, I played a dude, yeah.
2: No, a beard. A, a beard. beard. A beard. is a, a, a woman that dates a gay, right. gay man. Right.
5: Oh, yeah, I played a beard. For, like, I've never like, heard a that
4: phrase before, but now I've learned a something new. Yeah. Do
1: beard's I have a... Oh, I beard. plucked my chin hair.
4: <laughs> Morgan, what's up?
1: We're, we're asking if that's okay because when we grew up at... 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, we didn't really know. I mean, I didn't know what being gay was. I didn't know anything different from men and women. And then as you got older, it was like, this is wrong, or it's taboo, or it's different. And then as we grew up, it was, It's. I mean, my parents always told me, love whoever you want, marry whoever you want. Like we're, I'm, my family is very accepting, but society is only now accepting this. So when we say, oh, wow, Disney is showing this 14 year old, like uh, my, my mind still goes, wow, that's young. But then I'm like, well, why shouldn't we be showing that? Because if Sabrina's saying she had a friend that, or her, Friends or neighbor's daughter came out to her mother when she was 11 and you're right like remember when we were all little Dad. and had crushes like we know who we liked we know what we wanted so I guess no if plus. we make it if we make it normalized there's nothing wrong with that and I I think that's the thing is that we need to teach our children or the next generation that it's so like it's okay like people want to say that it's like sexual deviance and, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, um, they want to make it like, they want to make it like wrong or nasty. And it's like, we're not talking about sexual things. We're talking about love and who you, who you want to be with in like a loving way. And I don't think that's wrong by saying it can be a same sex character, but that's what the people, people who still think that being gay is wrong, who still think that being transgender is wrong, like they look at it this, that this is like a disruption to society. And it's like, if we make it more normalized, then
4: mm-hmm.
1: we won't have these feelings.
4: I mean, they think agree- of it like- think of
1: Also, it- I have a like intense
5: rant about this really fast. I just want to say, like, for people who have problems with this, um, marriage, like, and people who have, like, problems with marriage, marriage has been traditionally used for religious reasons, for money or for power or for lineage. Okay? What is more pure mm-hmm. than actual love? Are any of those things more pure than love? Because yeah. if they are, then sure, we shouldn't have gay marriage. But if they aren't, then I'm pretty sure marriage is about the sanctity about of two people who are in love with each other and the purity of their love. And it's not about mm. man or woman. And it's not about that. And it, if we're talking about what's holy and what's not and what's pure and what's not, what's right and what's not, the one thing I think people should get married for is for love.
3: Okay, Agreed.
5: And I'll, right.
4: I'll take it a step further and a step simpler. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have any problem with a 14-year-old gay character because I've seen plenty of Disney movies where teenage girls are getting married. Right.
2: So, yeah. You know, okay. We
4: already have 14-year-olds kissing and doing things in movies. Right. Yeah, Jasmine anyway. and Aladdin. So yeah, of course. You're right. Where I'll draw the line is pedophilia. pedophilia. As soon as you right. start normalizing that, then I'm going to have a big problem. Right. 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 Agreed. There reality. you go. There you but yeah, go. A teenage gay couple teenage 100%. gay couples already exist.
2: They're they're yeah. all already teenage right. gay couples. So
4: okay. right. let them yes. have the
5: representation. That's
2: cool. USA. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the series creator Dana Terrace uh, said that she was very open about her intention to put queer kids in the main cast. Um, when we were green lit, yeah, I told certain that. Disney leadership yeah. that I could not re- represent any form of bi or gay relationship on the channel initially. But then got support from the Disney higher ups. Mm -hmm. And she said that she's personally bi, so she wants to write a bi character. As she Um, should.
1: But yes, the Disney higher
2: ups. Something that they can relate to.
1: That's
5: all we're trying to do. Everyone's just trying to watch some movies where they can relate to the main character. Yeah, representation
4: does matter. You know, there's got to be stories out there for everybody.
1: 100%. There
2: should be. All right. Yeah. So you mentioned the boys, Sabrina. Um, So as you know, they're already um, starting pre-production on season three. Season two comes out next month. However, there's going to be a big big star coming on season three, guys. It's Supernatural star Jensen Ackles, who will play Soldier Boy. Yep, Soldier Boy is known as the original superhero. Oh,
1: yes, I know you do, girl. We both yeah. do, yeah. We like the same thing. that <laughs> <laughs> boat <love Apple>, Back <laughs> in the day.
2: Right? They fought in World War <laughs> So this character <laughs> fought in World War II, became the first super celebrity and mainstay of uh, American culture for decades. Okay. Yep. So as you know, um, Supernatural is finally coming to an end for its final season. Mm-hmm. It's upcoming 14th, how's it, 14th season? Um, this fall on the CW. My God. That's the that only show. thing
5: that's gone on for that long other than Law & Order.
2: Yeah. Law & Order SVU is getting up there as well. And um, <laughs> well, Grey's Anatomy.
5: God, Grey's Anatomy.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: I know, because I've been watching it since the COVID happened. And, oh, and there you go. <laughs> now I'm on season 22, so. Oh, my God.
2: Of SVU? <laughs> Jesus. Thank you. Too wow. much. Wow. Too much, too much. Procedural stuff is. i
5: have a whole dance and everything now. It can it's like... really, it can dun, really fuck up.
3: <laughs> dun, 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 dun.
2: Oh. oh lordy, lordy.
3: <laughs> oh lord. Oh
2: lord, lord, lord. Look at this boob shake. You said put it
3: away. I love it. Uh,
2: so Amazon has given straight to series order an adaptation of the David Cronenberg film Dead Ringers, of Rachel Weiss star uh, attached to Star. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a remake of the film in 1988 where Jeremy Irons played twin gynecologists who both begin a relationship with the same woman, and this series version. Weiss will play the double lead role of twins as well. Um, so, it's um, interesting. I'm how sure. Is that... We are Did really we... running out of ideas. <laughs> <don't know>. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to very,
1: 2020.
2: <laughs> very obscure movies from the 1980s.
1: I mean, so I don't know how obscure it
2: was. Twin males? Mine's an old Indian woman. <laughs> right. <It's top. laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, this is another, this looks like a fun movie. It's going to be on Apple TV uh, with um, Bill Murray. Um, it's called On the I Rocks. Okay. And his his daughter is played by Rashida Jones, so he's in a bisexual. Oh, okay. Sorry, a biracial. Sorry. Biracial, biracial relations. Sorry. <laughs> he could be bisexual. <laughs> we don't know that. I love it. Blowjob's a blowjob, man. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I slipped. So this Next. is you. Re- <laughs> <laughs> so this is a, a reunion with his <laughs> director, Lost in Translation director, Sofia Coppola. Anyone remember Lost in Translation? Yeah, was a breakthrough role of That's Scarlett great. Johansson. Yeah, uh, but yes, yeah, ScarJo's yeah, one of her one of her first big films. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Rashida Jones will be playing the daughter. So. Oh, um her. So this is an interesting uh, story. So Bill Murray plays a former playboy father who reconnects okay. with his daughter, who's now a young mother. They begin to bond. But then Bill Murray's character lead, leads to uh, leads her to believe that Joan's husband, played by Marlon Wayans, is fooling around, mm. namely because that's exactly what Murray would be doing in the shoes. Wow. And if you know Marlon Wayans, he knows he yeah. loves Sabrina's tongue ring.
3: <laughs> you still,
2: do you still have the tongue ring, Sabrina? Oh, it's gone. There it is. Oh, it's there. Oh, there okay, it you still have it. There it is. Yeah, it's still there. It's still it's there. It's part of me now. <laughs> I'm going to get rid of it. You're, not, you're never getting rid of it. It's <laughs> a part of you. For like
5: 10 plus years, it's a part of me. Come on.
2: <sighs> Uh, let's see. Aegis Elba has a deal with Apple TV for a new feature. Um, it's untitled and the plots are under wraps, but it'll be set in Africa. Okay. Supposedly a romantic spy thriller. Okay. Um, in the <clears throat> same vein. That doesn't
1: seem like a stretch for him.
2: Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> a romantic uh, spy thriller? No, <laughs> yeah. In Africa with yeah. <laughs> his deep. Voice, and right? <laughs> people love him. I mean, people love him. Yeah, are you a fan?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think he's great. Isn't he great? That totally sounds like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. Uh, oh yeah. This is a one to watch on um, Amazon. I forgot to mention it's called The Glorious. I know Flex, um, our uh, former resident rock star, would have something to say about this. this is a Gloria Steinem biopic. Oh, uh, starring, wow. Yeah, starring Alicia Vikander and Julianne Moore. Oh I love, God. I love some Alicia what Vikander. Well, Flex would probably have a more uh, Fle- bigger opinion Fle- about what it. Say about this oh, Flex has always had a dislike for uh, the feminazi types, including the Glorias, Gloria <laughs> Steinem, Gloria Allred, those types. He said the Glorias, any Glorias. So, this is a movie that he will definitely not be tuning in for. That's for. I'll sure. check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you will. I bet you will. Oh my gosh. No, I'm a hardcore women's rights activist I know. But surprisingly you have you have Flex got along really well, so that's good. I know. Okay. <laughs> oh man. So anyone check out Lovecraft Country on HBO. Apparently that was I uh, haven't seen it yet. People are saying Which... great things about it. Um okay. over seven hundred thousand viewers on the uh the premiere. After replays is 1.4 million views. So the um, the viewership was pretty high. Uh, but yes, I mean, we're talking about Jordan Peele's um, and J.J. Abrams collaborating on this project. So um, I have yet to check it out, but uh, I heard great things yeah, well, about I it. it. I haven't
1: watched it,
2: Lovecraft's work? It's called Lovecraft Country.
1: I'm adding that to my I'm list. Like it's, uh, based on H.P. Lovecraft's work? Um, uh, yes, yeah. so is it okay? Yeah. So it says, uh, Atticus Black joins his friend Lee Letitia, and his uncle George to embark on a road trip across 1950s Jim Crow America in search of his missing father. See, that just sounds like very heavy and deep. Yeah, to me.
2: there's yeah. a heavy word, and it again. says
1: horror, and I, yep.
2: Just, mm.
1: Yeah. I mean you've I want to see it. You've been to known like, to
2: likes of horror after watching it. Take Uncle Peckerhead, for instance. Okay,
1: that was funny <laughs> and the gore was it was <laughs> too much for you. Not no, the way that Uncle Pecker would or I don't that was like you could tell that it was
4: <laughs> Uncle Pecker would <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: But like anything, like Get Out or Us, like ooh, I gotta watch that in the daytime with the sun shining,
4: Mm -hmm. because I will have. I gotta be in like the mental capacity for one of those. Yeah,
1: right. I gotta watch watch, like some serious Seinfeld and Simpsons after, because I will not be able to sleep.
2: Mm -hmm. So they're doing a socially distant satire uh, show on HBO called Coastal Elites. So it's a pretty big cast for this one. It's Sarah Paulson, Bette Midler, Issa Rae, Caitlin Dever, and Dan Levy. Of Schitt's Creek. Ew, David. <laughs> uh, Ew, so David. It's about um, all of them living in New York or LA in isolation during the pandemic. So all of it was shot remotely. Um, so I, yeah, there's uh, several shows that are going are going by this um, virtual production route due to the pandemic. So. Makes sense that you're gonna have to tackle it eventually, right? You know, yeah, for so. I think
5: like, I mean, we should adapt to what's going on right now. Uh, exactly. It is gonna end, so mm-hmm. uh, I think it's really smart for shows to be like, you know, kind of telling the story of what we're going through right
2: now. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, also on HBO, uh, it's an adaptation of a ton. Nahisi Coats. Between the world and me uh stars Angela bassett and Oprah Winfrey. Wow, wow that getting back to work Go, yeah <laughs> Oprah did the acting for a while, stepped back and looks like she wants to get back into it, um which I think is great, <laughs> yeah, so um so it's a, it's originally adapted and staged by the Apollo theater, and we'll combine elements of that into production um. It will incorporate also documentary footage from the actor's home life, archival footage, and animation. So it's a special call between the world and me. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, Showtime has a new um, promo for the James Comey miniseries called Fuck You, James Comey. <laughs> sorry, no, it's not called that. Sorry. <laughs> it's called, called Fuck You, James Comey. <laughs> it's, called the co- it's called The Comey Rule. The Fuck You, James Comey, sorry, is a promo video they just showed. Okay. With singer-songwriter Jonathan Mann talking about how angry he is about the former FBI, FBI director. They actually wanted to drop this series before the election in November, mm-hmm. and it will be dropping on September 27th twenty eighth. 28th, um, more than a month before the November 3rd general election. So <laughs> there you go, man. And elections on November 3rd. Yeah, right? Lord. Um, oh, this is an interesting pairing. Seth McFarlane and Chadwick Bozeman are teaming up for a limited series about the Little Rock Nine. Um, this mm. is about the Supreme Court decision of Brown versus Board of the Education. Uh, Carlotta Walls was a 14-year-old among the first black students to attend an all-white high school um, in Central, uh, Central High in Little Rock, Arkansas. So it's um tackling um you know that topic, uh the struggle of segregation and uh and then the eventual integration, um mm. which turns her and other black students into civil rights icons. Mm. So definitely um something uh to look forward to. Um yeah, man. I mean that you gotta tackle those A topics. Stuff, for sure. yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um. Let's see. So, Clueless is getting a reboot on NBC. Saw Peacock. that. Oh, saw it, huh? Yeah. But so, they're doing um,
1: it from like Dion's perspective, or exactly. whatever. Exactly.
2: It will focus on Dion, played by right. Stacey Dash. Um, and it uh, has been in the works for nearly a year.
3: Yeah.
2: Um. But um, Clueless is one of your favorite films, wasn't it?
5: It was definitely, which is why it's kind of a bummer that they're doing a reboot, because, like, dude, when you love something, and then they're like, we're going to do mm-hmm. a reboot, and well, then they this- can't it up, it's like it's
2: like upsetting to the core. Well, true. Um, however, the original will always be their number one, and number two, <laughs> it just depends the if, if they pay the right homage to the original. They, they can't, you know, it just depends, you know, I... Mixed feelings on that, you know. Yeah. Um, Keenan Thompson from SNL will be filling in for Simon Cowell on America's Got Talent, as you know. Oh wow! I don't know if you know that Simon Cowell, uh, Cowell was in a severe uh, bike in, uh, accident, uh, broke his back, had to have surgery on his back.
5: Can he didn't do anything with music, or are they just picking celebrities now?
2: At America's Got Talent.
5: Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh, I thought you said American Idol at first. Uh, America's hmm. Got Talent. Like, uh, yeah, one. Uh, yeah. I don't think I remember him being a musician. In right. <laughs> so
3: so no.
2: No, he's okay.
4: just a talent agent. That's all he does. He's just brood, so everybody likes him. <laughs> <And> <laughs>
3: That's yeah, and why he knows, became
2: famous. <laughs> well, he knows how to pick stars, supposedly. Yeah, else. he's got good. Uh, apparently, he's got good taste. <laughs> he knows what the public likes. Yeah. I guess. Um. If you're um, a fan of Lily Singh, she'll be making a move in the primetime TV. Um, her, uh, as you know, she's the host of a little a little late on NBC, but she's going to be doing her own sketch times with Lily Singh uh, on NBC. So doing a uh, a sketch comedy show. She's so. she's really funny. So that yeah, be good. Mm-hmm.
3: Like when I, she,
4: I yeah, when, she, she, when she plays her parents, yeah. um, I fucking gut jiggle, man. It's funny. It's hysterical. <laughs> You got just Like, just, <laughs> like, she, like <laughs> she gets the she gets the deep laughs out of me,
2: yeah. Yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. Um, so Sorry. reality TV news, uh, first time in Bachelor history, Chris Harrison will be stepping away just for a handful of episodes to host the show. Um that's the first time ever in all the seasons of The Bachelor, and Jojo Fletcher will be filling in. Yeah, so the reason why, um, so apparently um, Harrison left to drop his son off at college, and then he apparently wanted to, because he had to do that, um, do the strict precautions on the set of The Bachelorette, would not be able to return without the multi-day quarantine. So he wanted to adhere to that rule, she'll replace him, and then he'll come back on the show.
5: So. That's cool, actually. I, I really respect that. Like we yeah. are in the times of a pandemic, the fact yep. that you are taking the precautions yourself and nobody's making you to do that.
2: Exactly.
5: Pretty right. awesome. I gotta. Right. I'm a. Yeah. That's pretty
2: They've, awesome. They're also um figuring out ways to do Dancing with the Stars, as you know. Um, that premieres on September 14th. Tyra Banks is the new host. So apparently, the pro dancers um, had to, then um, the celebrities had to be very close to each other for the performances. Mm-hmm. Um, the pros actually had to live apart from their spouses, and even the dancers that they actually um, work together on the show with, they can't even interact with them. Um, so they're just they're st- you know being very particular about the production of upcoming Dancing with Stars because yeah, you got to dance really close with these people um so yeah they got to quarantine as well and be apart from everybody else a couple music uh, things before we um take our classic cut break um the vmas are coming up on august 30th there'll Mm. be a mix of performances without an audience and performances with a small audience so not the award show you're used to seeing but lady gaga will be performing Ariana Grande will lo- join Lady Gaga for a performance of Rain on Me from the Song album. Oh. Chromatica. Yeah, That Yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, the weekend will also be performing. We men- mentioned that last week. But uh, yeah, look forward
5: to that. Look forward to that. I don't, I'm really over that song. Like,
1: it's still good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, meat in a fat. Uh-huh. Cheese. It's made. It just sounds so
5: made in a factory, like people with computers that are like, What's gonna be the next biggest
1: hit? Oh, well, you know what? You I know what? When I'm out there running alone because it's COVID and I can't go <laughs> to the gym and I can't take my dance class or I can't take my spin class <laughs> I'm on a bike here and I right. hear that rain on me faster, faster, faster. I will I love take it factory sister I I agree but it's just like whatever
5: you want to work out to boo (laughs)
1: give me
5: something oh shit
2: oh you might like this song
5: like okay can I just say this who has been enjoying the rainy weather lately? Because I surely have.
1: Not me. No.
5: I
4: have because it's pushing out the and humidity, and I don't it's like humidity.
5: I don't like humidity this either. But this bitch is crazy. And but it's a free I like car wash out when free it's car The Weather's beautiful, and I go
2: outside and I dance I around. I
3: agree. It's yes.
2: Oh Lord, <laughs> look at Sabrina. <laughs> hey, uh, Morgan, I know you're a fan of. Uh, Mulan and Disney in general, but did you hear this uh, Christina Aguilera song for Mulan called "Loyal, Brave, True"? It's dope. You got to hear it. This is new. Yeah, so it's a music video she just dropped called "Loyal, Brave, True." This this will this will be the theme song for the upcoming live action Mulan remake. Oh, Um, okay. Yeah, the video the video is really cool.
1: All right, we'll watch.
2: Of of course, uh, Katy Perry released the second video for "Smile." Uh, with Carrie playing a video game version of herself as she battles giant spiders, circus trapeze acts, and more dressed up as a clown. Yeah,
5: uh, I saw the video. It wasn't for me.
2: How <laughs> wasn't for you. No. So one of the best concerts <laughs> I went to. That much, and I don't know who is like. Oh my
5: God! You know what I'm gonna do this weekend? I'm gonna dress up like a clown, and I'm gonna be so cute.
2: Um, no one ever. No one
5: ever
3: said that. Oh
2: Never. snap. For Katy, Perry. For oh, Katy Perry, Snap for Katy Perry. Oh uh, snap. No. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I can't hear you, Sabrina. Um, I so,
5: like
2: clowns. Okay, you don't like clowns. No, <laughs> I Got don't it. either. Got it. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm a big fan of the of Muse. I don't know if anyone here in the room is, but I am. Oh my god, their concert was so good. They're actually going to have an IMAX film from their concert called Simulation Theory. Um, cuz basically it was such a high production uh, show that I saw I at bet. the um the Verizon Center last um, year. Yeah, they put on a good, they put
4: on a really good show. Oh, uh,
2: it was so cool. It was so cool. It's just lots of just really cool um the set was really cool, very futuristic, giant robots. Yeah. Uh, they had choreographed um stormtrooper looking people that look really mm-hmm. cool it was just a cool show so we got to see this on august uh it's already released uh august 17th. that's awesome um, yeah you
4: want to the, check their, it out. their album their album came out last year and it was fucking awesome isn't it great it's really good It's like
2: one of the best albums ever yeah um, that, that's, I mean, it's it's great. I, I just love it. And another favorite of mine is Linkin Park. They're going to release a 20th anniversary of Hybrid Theory in October. That's Next, about 20 years yeah. ago. Jesus Christ. 20 years Can really? you believe that, dude? Bro. They actually have um, um, an unreleased single from uh, 99 that um, that's called She Couldn't, and that will be included in the new um, anniversary edition. I guess they re, remastered it, I guess. Um, yeah, that's sadly... Cool. Yeah, sadly, Chester Bennington died in 2017. That's right, yeah. At first but, I
4: thought um, you were going to say, sadly, Chester Bennington couldn't make it. And I was going to be like... Ah! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Even, you want
2: to know I, why Chester Bennington couldn't make it? Because even dead. Yeah, even I'm not that cruel. <laughs> uh, of course, everybody's talking about the WAP video by Cardi B and... <laughs> <laughs> and Vega V stallion, my God! Has anyone seen this video, guys? It's, I have not, but I've seen a lot of memes of what WAPS is supposed to yes. stand for. Uh, Morgan, can you tell us what WAP stands for? No, I, mean, <laughs>
1: uh, I just—it's just—it's just funny. Like every year, what uh, musicians and artists will push the envelope for? I mean. Remember when Madonna came out with "Like a Virgin"? Right. Uh remember when Britney and, and like a prayer, yes, and like a prayer, and it's like, and you know, and, dirty uh, by Christina Mickey Aguilera, Menage, Anna yeah. Monica, and it's like, it's just like, and again, I only named women right there, so like that's
2: another thing. Like, let's look at that, and it's how just, about lick, lick my neck and my crack and something oh, like that. Yeah
1: but it's like i don't know like sometimes i'm just i'm thinking are these things for shock value because bit, what I'll is say. the actual what is the
5: actual meaning it's like, for shock value and it's for pri- like okay let's let me for know,
4: money for
5: you <laughs> oh, oh well right because they do in the music like in the music industry when they are making these songs this is literally what they do they're like okay what are cool words okay right savage right now okay let's do a song i'm a savage okay what do what else what is really really cool uh oh let's go bananas okay let's do uh the shit is bananas uh yeah let's do that they're like what 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 is what sounds good with uh um uh, what is it? Bad girls. Ooh, tonight I'll be a naughty girl. That's literally what they do. They're like the song is fire right. that people can be like, ooh yeah, all the single ladies, all the single. It's literally right. employed to market target people and to keep it going in their heads. That's exactly what yeah. it is. Well,
2: Sorry. you know what's interesting? It's not only the Bye. lyrics. Uh, really quick before we uh, have to take our break. It's not only the lyrics of w a p, which you all know stands for uh, I'm sure Koki would gladly say what it stands for. yeah, but I'm not gonna be the vulgar one. But you know what? Who had an issue with it? And it wasn't because of the the dirty nature of the video, it's the their use of big cats. And it was Carol yeah. Baskins of Tiger oh, King, Lord. of course. she had a problem with the big cats, and then Cardi replied by saying, I'm not going to engage with Carol Baskin on that. Like, that's just ridiculous, you know? Like, girl, you killed your goddamn husband. I'm like, holy shit. Cardi was going Burn.
4: on. Like, she parents. doesn't give a... Cardi doesn't give a fuck. Good yes, for you, girl. Remember, yeah. back, in,
1: back in early March, April, when COVID first happening yeah. and everyone was watching T- Tiger King, Cardi was up in there going... That woman killed her husband. She tripped. She drenched him in the tuna oil or whatever. Right, 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 right. She, so, <laughs> she uh, clapped back.
2: She clapped I mean, back.
1: Yeah, she
2: Crazy, did. Crazy, man. But uh, we got to take our classic cut break, guys. And sadly, we're going to say bye to Miss Sabrina Taylor Smith. Thank All you. Uh, I'd right. have On the show. But this week. Big Nick is going to be p- picking the classic cut this week. So Big Nick, take it away. All right. So for this week, I I tried to kind of keep with Chachi
4: going for stuff in like the 80s and the early 90s. Right. So the song that I picked is Come Baby Come by K7. <laughs> That's good one.
1: That's
2: a good one. Come, Baby Come, Game baby, come, baby, come Come. All right. Guys, we'll be back here after the classic cut big nick's pick um, come baby come <laughs> and uh, sabrina will be leaving the build the virtual building we'll be back with cat foster here on btv I'm excited to talk to her okay. so we'll be back after the classic cut
4: yeah buddy btv
5: Bye. <laughs>
1: The door. When I come into the bedroom, bam, bam. cause I'm the king of the castle. Na, na, na. Turn me on turn me loose. Come on, come on. Try to hit it if I have come. Get some of this stuff. I get the in your window. Play me
3: like the tango. Never ever let go. Keep out, do, do, free it so loud, give me hit on the cushion. Go, too, do. Come, baby, come, baby, baby, come, come. Come, baby, come,
1: baby, baby, come. come. Well, you gotta give me love and then you gotta give me some. Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and belowthebeltshow.com.
2: All right, let's go ahead and introduce our special guest of this evening on Below the Belt Show. We're so excited to have this amazing, beautiful, and talented actress on our program, Below the Belt Show. You might have seen her on Barry on Season 1. You might have seen her on Jean-Claude Van Johnson on Amazon. You might have seen her on Till Death um Or you might see her in this upcoming great, awesome tennis comedy that we got to talk about here on BTB called First One In. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we present the one and only cat Foster. cat okay. good to have you, good to have you on BTB. What's nice up?
0: Nice to be here What's up with you.
2: <laughs> great. First of all, how are you doing uh, in the pandemic era, first of all, as an actor?
0: Uh, I mean, you know it's been uh it's far uh, <laughs> 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 it to the answer because like in truth in truth i'm I'm pretty okay. my family's been okay, I've been okay yeah but now there's the, I've been writing a lot so I've been keeping busy too and but you know there's also so much stuff. I mean there's people are having a really hard time and people are dying and getting sick. Oh getting God wet. yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know there's a lot going on that's really dark. So it's such a tricky thing, but it's unprecedented, right? I mean, how are you guys doing? How's anybody doing? Oh.
1: It's it's the Corona coaster. Yeah. Like yeah. some days you're up, some days you're down. <laughs> you're down. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way I to put was, it. I do feel like one thing
0: that seems pretty universal is that we're all ha- we're all finding a new part of ourselves yeah. right i mean we're yeah, changed, like we're dramatically changing our consciousness is changing mm-hmm. our understanding of who we are and how we relate to the world is fundamentally changing i feel like really you know obviously from the outside in but also really from the inside out we're having to really evaluate how we respond to situations
2: mm-hmm. like that,
0: you know um so i don't know i think that may be the only silver lining. Yeah, and yeah. as
2: far as getting uh, actors getting back to work, um, have you been on set yet since? I've not. I've not. Yeah. Very few people who've
0: been on set yet. But I've heard little stories. I hear a lot about actors doing their own makeup. Have you guys heard about this? <laughs> a lot I have not. But a lot of, some actresses I know are, have been doing Skype consultations with okay. makeup artists or Zoom, right. artists or whatever, and they're ha- they're like learning how to do their own makeup. Or some are expected to right. come totally made up. I mean, even like the leads of series um, because um, I've heard a lot about there being different quote unquote zones on different sets where it's like, you know, some people have access to zone one or zone five or whatever. And so it's definitely, I mean, you know, it's all brand new. Mm
2: -hmm. Absolutely. Well, we look... For uh, uh, the actors here uh, in the virtual panel, myself and Nick, and, and Morgan, you dabble in acting too, Morgan. So we hope to be back on set sooner I than later. I love it. I hope <laughs> you know
0: And obviously, you know, when we shot that movie, none of this was even like the dimmest of pop. Who could have ever
2: Never thought? Imagine, yes. But that's what's great. Um, myself, Morgan, you got a chance to see first. This one movie in.
1: was so, like, Al usually will send me like <laughs> really deep, heavy, horror and I'm like and I was like what are you saying to me and I today like I mean I'm supposed to be working a nine to five um and so I like pull off to my like personal computer and I'm like I'm gonna sit here and watch the whole hour and a half for my lunch break it was very funny it was very engaging like it just was this was like the perfect thing I needed to watch today yes. I was very enjoyable like perfect I'm not a tennis person but like it was funny and it was good strong funny women which a lot of it's
2: always great strong great female time. characters. No, no doubt. I
1: love that. I love that. Thank you. Thank
0: you. It, um, yeah, it was because for that reason it was really fun to shoot. It was like, you know, a bunch of funny, interesting chicks, you know, yeah. like every day, every day. And there are some. Just such powerhouses in the cast. I mean, you wouldn't even know it because obviously you didn't hear them sing, but we had like three like major Broadway stars in the cast. You know, I mean there is some really cool stories and yeah, I think Mm -hmm. it's fun, fun little film.
4: Did it make it hard to work because everybody was laughing at all the funny stuff?
0: There was. <laughs> there was um, yeah, I mean, there were times on set, for sure, as always. I love that. It just gets so silly, you know, sure. and, and I have to <laughs> get it back together, and yeah. we fight to keep a straight face and dig your it. into the palm of your hand, which is mm. really
2: <laughs> Tell us about your uh, tennis experience uh, coming into this film.
0: Uh it was like none. I have like true. <laughs> I took some lessons. I probably took like ten lessons back in like I don't know two thousand eight or something. Okay. You know, like but barely, barely, barely. And so when they asked me to do this movie, I was like,
1: yo.
4: <laughs> I don't like, play tennis. <laughs> it
1: was like that. Like I'm supposed to like I'm supposed to be like good at
4: tennis.
1: You you looked like you knew what you were
3: doing. Yeah.
0: I, well, guess yeah. what? Yeah. Tennis is really easy to edit.
3: Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> no. about
0: it, you don't have to know where the ball you don't have to see where the ball actually winds up that's true yeah. you know and you can frame you can frame the bottom of your body out of the shot so really mm. like all you need and you can like put sound and where like the ball is supposed to hit but in fairness oh, cool. i did take a bunch of tennis and we also had a tennis pro on set named Fred. There you go who was like just a champ <laughs> and you know we we i i I learned a bit I learned a bit uh, yeah. going into this so that was a really nice excuse
2: to to play tennis who of the cast was the best tennis player
1: uh, Georgia. georgia was legit she was I mean, she played that character like she was psychotic but it yes. was
0: hysterical like yeah.
1: she was it was hysterical like she played She's it a like good comedy villain right? yes yeah, yeah the perfect but awesome you antagonist. but you wore that white onesie i mean i was like <laughs> the giant sperm yeah. <laughs> I was, first of all i would have never said giant sperm but i was just like okay <laughs> yes rock that one piece yeah, that, one that costume,
0: jumpsuit it was like the thing i was dreading she for. had the
1: headband Yeah. Exactly. Like,
0: I was, I was like, I'm going to hate this costume. I dread it so much. And then like the first few you days. Didn't I you didn't look bad. You looked good in it. Yeah, yeah, it was, pretty like,
2: hot. I can't really?
0: lie. <laughs> okay. yeah. I was into it. And then by like day like seven, eight. Oh, I was yeah. Like I'm over this costume. I am over it. <laughs> and I Also, I, it was the heat. You know, it was like the heat. Oh, The yeah. playing tennis outside with like this like hot spandex onesie. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, yeah. That but it really looked good.
1: good. It looked good. I would have never known you were
0: hot
2: and sweaty. So. <laughs> it was worth it. Okay. <laughs> Where was the shooting locations?
0: Uh, mostly on Long Island. All the tennis <laughs> stuff was on Long Island. Oh, yeah, awesome. yeah, there was one day, like, the grit stuff, the the opening was uh, yeah. downstage in Brooklyn, but everything else was on Long
2: Island. Oh, I love that. I love that. Because I'm a Survivor fan, so I, I saw they kind of took the uh, – Survivor, uh, you know, uh, parody of that and turn that yeah, in, yeah, yeah, but uh, um, yes, so your character, uh, is known as an eco terrorist mm-hmm. because you oh. killed one of the last few remain remaining pygmy tars tarsian, pygmy, pygmy- wow. t- yes. Yeah, what pygmy Tarsiers, Wow, man, that's definitely um definitely grounds for calling yourself an eco terrorist. Sure. <laughs> uh, just the whole
1: thing
0: just
2: how popped. could you?
1: <laughs> Those
4: creatures like,
1: really cute. Really cute. Cancel culture, like yeah. I just like that whole thing just bothers me. I'm like she didn't know, like she didn't know what it was. It like was like certainly. I certainly to that. Like I'm yeah. like that would be me. I'd be in the damn tent, being like, what is this? <laughs> I was like, stop yelling at her. God. <laughs> it's so true. It really does sort
0: of, uh it like sort of has a whole new relevance with all the canceling that's been
2: happening lately. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. You, new hair, new last name that you kind of invented uh, on the spot, I guess. <laughs> <which> <laughs> crazy but it seems like you know a lot of uh yeah like morgan like you said the cancel culture a lot of people kind of have to create a new identity uh to get back out there so yeah
0: well and in this case like you know interestingly like i do kind of create a new identity and then ultimately it sort of takes me back to my roots which is yeah. like, back me tennis and um my old best friend who with whom i'd had a falling out and now we kind of you know i come back to who mm. i really am in a very circuitous way
2: yes yeah. your best friend was uh, played by alana o'brien indeed yeah. yeah yes um she played ollie um how'd you like working with alana
0: Oh my gosh, so much! Are you kidding? There's some scenes, yeah. that, you know, like I wouldn't, I could dream of getting to do, like that funny food stuff. Oh, like, that part. Not, like I don't want to give it away, but we got to do some really fun stuff. This whole cast was really. The whole real. cast was great. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That well, whole
1: part with the fast food and, and the song, I was like, if this hasn't been me and my friends, like I know. <laughs> I was like, God. Like it's so <laughs>
0: silly, right? But our director, but, Gina O'Brien. But
1: I think it made sense. Like, yeah, I feel she, it. Like, totally, totally. That it's, part was good. That was a good and, scene.
2: Yeah, I Thank like that. Me. Tell us about working with Gina. Now that you brought up uh, Gina, who's the writer and director of the film.
0: Oh, it was just a total joy. You know, she, um, it was her first, it was, it's her directorial debut. Um, She had a lot of scripts before and this was just the first time she was directing her own stuff and she had a really clear vision for what she wanted. She wanted a a female-driven silly tennis comedy and that's what she made. I love it. Um, And she was, you know, we had a blast. She was so uh, supportive and, you know, she wanted the silly stuff and we were happy to oblige her
2: awesome yeah. one of my favorite scenes was was you and the young actor um silas um Pereira olson who played oh. mikey is that, yeah. is, that, is that is that correct pronunciation? yeah 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 oh my god that that child actor my that gosh. was good he's fantastic I, I wanted to
1: smack him but <laughs> I know, he was, <laughs> <laughs> but he was cool. so good, was he good.
0: down you know yeah yeah, he just kind of came in and did his thing and was like, really, like, had a lot of <laughs> attitude. And, uh, but in reality, of course, he was such a sweet kid. Oh,
2: that's
4: good.
0: Yeah. That
2: awesome. Funny. I love that. But uh, yeah, we can check this out. A uh, video on demand on September 8th. So um, we're so happy that we got a uh, a sneak peek at it. Um, uh, Another great actor that was in the cast, someone I worked with on Veep, as I was recurring uh, core on that, was um, Sufi Bradshaw. Oh okay. um, yeah, he played uh yeah. Julie louis uh receptionist yeah. for many seasons. So Oh good that's see, cool. so good to see Sufi uh, um Yeah, it's a great okay. cat yeah. with
0: so, such great like uh East Coast um actors and Yes,
2: like, yes.
0: So what's happening with you guys? Like what time are you guys just hanging out at 11? Is this when you do this? <laughs> yeah,
2: <pretty> yeah. Much. <laughs> nine, nine to eleven thirty every Wednesday night. Yeah. Oh my
0: gosh. Are you
2: are you currently in New York or on the West Coast? No,
0: I'm in Los Angeles right
2: now. Oh, okay, good. So it's not too late for you. Good. No no no, no, no,
0: no, no. This is like normally when I'm putting my daughter to bed.
2: okay. <laughs> um, but I would love to talk about some of your past work, uh Kat. I'm I'm a fan of some of the stuff you've done. Uh well, speaking of um our hometown of Maryland, you shot a year and change. Oh, uh God. Uh, yes, yes, I got, I got to do some background work on that project. That was like yeah.
0: real fun. <laughs> you a, did?
2: I did. I was a you were uh, there? The bank teller. Yeah, I was one of the bank tellers. No way. Yeah, that was a lot Whoa. of fun. Small world. Is a small small world. No, I went to NYU
0: with Brian Greenberg.
2: Oh, that's right, Brian. Look, I love that that tie-in. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that a dear friend of ours, Mr. Kerry Anderson, who's a screenwriter and film producer, yeah. uh, has also dropped your name, Kat, said nothing but great things about you. Um, that's great. He's also a fellow NYU grad. And I, I think that's so amazing. I think there's been so many great um, talents that have come from NYU, the Tisch School. Yeah? Totally. Seems
0: like that. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Wait. You didn't go to NYU, did you? I didn't,
2: but Mr. Carey did.
0: Carey yeah. and yeah. Anderson. And, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. He, dude, I met him a thousand years ago on this um show I <laughs> was doing, and then he, you know, he's really great about keeping in touch. So that's neat. And we yeah. emailed today, and you guys are really good friends. He said, and he's he really excited that we were going to get to connect.
2: Oh, that's great. He actually mentioned the uh, mutual friend uh was a writer from Till Death. The yeah. um the sitcom that you were a part of Mark uh Fyrick?
0: Yeah, Mark Yeah.
2: Fyrick, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um yeah, first of all, how did how did you love that experience? Of course, I'm a big American pie fan, so working with yeah. Shitbrick Brick himself um, Finch, <laughs> Eddie K Thomas must have been just do you want to uh, know
0: something funny? And he and I are actually in really close touch um, nice. yeah, to this day. We're we're really good friends. And um, but I don't think I've ever told him this. Although if you listen, <laughs> find out. But I've never seen that movie.
2: You've never seen American Pie? No. Oh my God, Kat! Please do yourself a favor and watch American Pie. I know yeah. it's gonna be. Let's so just set up a zoom it's so great. Great. Yeah. Watch together,
0: okay. okay.
2: like. <laughs> okay. He has one of the best seeds, uh, Eddie oh, K Thomas. Oh when, when Stifler puts the uh, X Lax into his, uh, his yeah, coffee. In and he, and he his character will not use the bathroom in high school. He's like, yeah. I promise i will never use the bathroom. <laughs> he walks, he
1: only use it at his at his house.
2: Walks to his yeah. house to use the bathroom of uh, number two, that is, and uh, um, <laughs> he just has to use the bathroom the in high school. Poor yeah.
3: guy. <laughs> that is so funny. He had,
2: he had no choice but to use the bathroom there. But it's it's a very funny scene. Um, If you like that kind of, like, toilet. Humor. No, I
0: would love to see it. I just, like, you know, like, I, it's like I start working with a guy. And I was like, oh, you're working with a guy from American Pie. And st- he has sex with his mom and, like, all this stuff. <laughs> I, like, oh, I just, like, I know him. You know, like, I know him. So yeah. yeah. it's weird. Movie, well, like, I'm not going to go seek it out. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, right? Like, I just, and, you know, I mean, I also, like, I know him to be a very strong actor, like, a serious mm-hmm. actor. And I don't know. It just seems like his early work, but I will. I mean, at some point I'll watch that movie because I feel like I should, you know, because I love that yeah. so
2: Yeah. Awesome. And uh, it's funny because Carrie had a question, a fan question, about Till Death. Um what were your thoughts on um, the writers, I guess, deciding to write off your character and Eddie Kaye's character from Till Death for the third season? Um, he also wants to know, was the premise blown up? What was that like? Um, although Wikipedia says moved on to other projects. So what was the deal with Till Death?
0: Um, so, <laughs> so they didn't. So I think there was a mandate. They, we were, they were told to write us off. There was a lot of some, some political switching over uh, from what I understand at Fox. Um, new presidents. Some presidents went out. Other presidents went in. Mm-hmm. There was, um, and and from what I understand, there was some, you know, behind the scenes uh, maneuvering. And then also potentially stuff that had to do with stuff that, like, I probably shouldn't talk about. But, like, mm-hmm. it wasn't just, the, it wasn't a casual, like, hey, we're going to ra- write no one wanted this to happen, except for maybe a couple of very powerful people.
3: Okay.
0: Mm. To say. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, I can't be. I probably shouldn't be much more specific than that. And also, okay. everything. And I'll tell you this too: everything that I think I know is also only rumored. Oh, okay. So the truth is, is that it was never fully uh, explained, even to us. Mm. Um. But, so that sort of but they no it wasn't just that like they like randomly decided to change the premise of the show okay
3: <laughs> there were like yeah.
0: people in charge who uh, there were a, 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 a few people from what I understand who like sort of wanted this in different ways and that's this is sort of how the it's, cookie stumbled
2: take it to a different direction take the yeah. show to a different direction. Yeah.
0: basically. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Well, I think one of your great performances was also in Barry, a uh, big fan of the show on episode yeah. three, you played Liv, you had a great scene with Sarah Goldberg, who plays Sally. Um, how did you like working on that project? And is, is this the end for the character of Liv? I mean, I want to see more of oh, it.
0: No, I I would, I do too. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever go back on that show, but it was like a glorious moment uh, where I got to work with people who were just brilliant. And um, and uh, yeah, I would, I would love to do more, even though that character is just the worst, right? I mean, (laughs) in the best way. But was it
4: fun to play?
0: Oh, it was so fun. Always, I mean, so yeah. fun, you know? It's like you just take like, sort of your worst, most insane insecurities, and you, like, dial them up to, like, 100. Yeah. And you just sort of roll with that, and you get to kind of live through something. It's, it's sort of like we're oddly healing, you
2: know? Sure. That's awesome. Well,
4: it seems
0: like a lot of fun. Yeah.
4: It was a lot
2: of fun. I don't see why they couldn't write more for live. you know?
0: I know. Well, let's get him on the phone.
2: Right. Yeah right. Bill, come Bill. on Bill. Hey Bill, yeah. what the fuck? Get on it. That is so cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's talk about um, wow. So Jean Claude <laughs> of Van Jos, I watched the pilot today. Oh Because uh, nice. yeah, I heard about it and I was like, oh my gosh, uh, you're you're one of the, the regulars on on this, I guess short lived uh, series. Um, I wish yeah. it went longer, but Thanks. I love the pilot. I know, I know. That was a really great
0: series. I I loved the series. I mean, I think it was like a really great show. And unfortunately, you know, I think it was like there was some reasons why we didn't get enough viewers and I don't have to go into it. But I, I do. Or Actually, that's the truth is I don't even know how many viewers. We had, I don't know why the show didn't go a second season. That's the honest truth. It's very confusing to me. I think it was brilliantly executed. I think, you know, you had Jean-Claude Van Damme, who obviously is an international superstar. Right. And she directed the series. Like it, it was just so brilliantly directed. There's an action sequence in every single episode. It's funny. It's weird. It's like all of the things and it needed more. It needed more. It really did. Yeah. I am sad about that. I'm sad. And I got to play an action star. You know what I mean? Right? Was,
4: and that's always it really
0: fun. Cool. It so fun. It was so fun. I, I highly recommend people watch the show. It, it, it was
2: great. And it had comedic it was, elements as well, which I love. So. It was
0: primarily... I mean, it's a weird... It's a very strange show, but it is definitely a comedy.
2: I love it. Mm. Seems like a lot of your work has been comedy. Is there a preference... Uh, between comedy and drama or do you feel you're kind of like a comedy actress at this point
0: you know i did kind of land in comedy although like my sort of main sort of start in this business was dramatic i did the yeah movie that was very dramatic and all the long orders which of course are very dramatic and mm-hmm. um i have a film coming out uh, another film and there's no there's no there's not a details yet but the trailer was just released oh um, It's called Continue. Yes,
2: I saw this on your IMDb. Uh,
0: And this is a very, very dramatic film. um, And I'm really proud of my work in that. And so, you know, like, who knows where, how it'll continue to happen. But it did happen that I sort of ended up until death, um, which was, like, my first big comedy. And then it Mm. just kind of, I kept doing comedic stuff after that. And I love doing comedy. I love doing comedy. But I can't say that, like, it's a hard preference because I also... You know, I, dramas. Dramas. Another yes. really amazing challenge that I love too.
2: What can you tell us about *Continue* and your character?
0: So um, *Continue* is about uh, is based on um, the real, true life of the writer director Nadine Crocker. Nadine Crocker, who um, and you know, in in the film, um, her character uh, commits suicide and. Um, or attempt suicide and um and so it just sort of follows her story after she attempts suicide in the mental institution um and beyond and i play her sister oh uh, wow in, cool um and it's a really like beautiful thrilling ride and there's a twist at the end and it's, it's oh a good,
2: cool a
0: good film, yeah
2: yeah great cast assembled you have Anna Lee tipton emily de chanel fernandez mm-hmm. um so yeah some so and yourself so um uh what can you tell us about the release date uh or where can we see this film i,
0: I can't tell you anything about that yet
2: okay cool cool yeah. cool
0: but you can check it out and start to kind of follow it and find out uh lots of great stuff
2: cool. awesome awesome very, cool. very 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 cool so are there any dream roles left for you Kat? Oh my God! Are you things that you haven't done yet? All the all the things.
3: All the things.
2: Like, um, do you want a, Do you want a superhero movie under your belt? I mean, is there something? Yeah, that? I mean,
0: I, <laughs> I could see that. Like,
2: you know,
0: John, you know, if you watch episodes, say, if you watch the finale of uh, Jean Claude Van Johnson, I have a major crazy battle sequence. Uh, cool. That was very, 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 very fun to shoot and 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 prepare for, and. I, I, I love being physical. I also thought it was great. I got to be physical in in First One In in this tennis movie. It's yes. it, It's I love I love being able to use my body, whether it's for action sequences, yeah. sport stuff. Um, I think it would be amazingly fun to sing and dance in something. I went to school for musical theater, right. so to mm-hmm. get to like you know revisit those skills would be yeah. fun. Um, but in I don't know dream roles. Uh, I mean, mostly what I look for is just something that feels like I can connect to in an authentic way um and you know kind of work with people who are incredible and what do you guys want you know I think don't all actors want that what do you want
2: yeah I guess it's ultimately working with um a key director or a key scene partner I'd say Maybe
0: like, like who like what what's your dream?
2: Oh oh my gosh! I mean, I met Margot Robbie at the SAG Awards. I'd love to.
1: Really? <laughs> I'd love
0: He's to. Been work with her He's all
4: been talking about. He's been talking about
2: Margot Robbie for years. She's amazing. <laughs> years. <Yeah. laughs> uh, I just think she's brilliant in so many ways. Um you can do it. Can do it her, maybe. Yeah, is there a particular actor or actress that you you're dying to work with? God, that's a great question.
0: I mean, I really. Really respect and adore Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, Um, yeah,
4: he's pretty awesome.
0: He seems great. Who else? Who else? I don't know why. Like, he's like the one person that's like totally. I mean, obviously, like Viola Davis.
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. another. She and I have the same birthday.
4: Just make you cooler.
1: August eleventh. No way!
0: Oh
4: my
0: god! I, <laughs> I mean, I share Happy with birthday with right that other cool. Yeah. What's your birthday?
4: August fourteenth.
0: Yes. Beautiful. Be beautiful. By the way, my daughter was born on
1: August sixteenth. I mean, oh. she must just be stunning. A little Leo, like yep. she must be full of the joy. Here, right, guys? Yes. <laughs> awesome. Just no, funny. but Kat, I totally get with the the singing and the dancing. Cause that that's like. I'm not really the singing, but the, I love musical theater and I just, yeah. I think out there just should be so many more films with, with that genre, but yeah. it's, it's hard because some people really love it and some people are like, I don't like musicals. I'm like, how can you not?
2: Like, it's just. Look at the success of Hamilton though. So Hamilton yes. So well, but,
4: you know, but, but I like, mean, it, The Greatest Showman was like, like, my favorite movie and when yes. that, the year that came out.
2: Yeah.
0: I like mean,
1: music moves you.
4: I yeah, mean, it really
0: does. It's very moving, right? It, like, kind of lights up your feelings like nothing else.
1: Yes. But, yes. yeah,
0: musical theater has a bad rap. I don't know why. I, I don't, don't know why. Because it's dorky. Like, I mean, it is yeah. kind of
1: dorky. It's kind of dorky. I just feel like I've met so many people. And some of these people have still been my best friends. And, like, they're just like, I don't like musicals. I'm like, but why? Like, you love music. Yeah. You like to sing.
2: Well, like it's concerts. Difficult. Like,
1: what is it? Because this is it's the same thing, but we're putting yeah. into, we're putting into so we're putting our thoughts and our emotions and our feelings into the music and the dance. So it's just the expression of all those things in the manifestation of music and song and dance. So why is that weird?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like maybe how some people feel really uncomfortable with like intense drama or tragedy like it does yeah. it, it, it it's there's something about it's very extreme you go to the highest highs and the lowest lows yeah and there's something so it's really
1: only for those of us who are at a at higher
0: level, level. That's, <laughs> right. that's right you gotta be on the level too and yeah
1: Twitter, so I'll take
0: that
2: <laughs> do you miss the stage cat because i know uh broadway's uh in the yeah. dark for the rest of 2020 Ooh, my God. Are you, so do you have any plans to go back to stage in 2021, perhaps.
0: Oh man, I always, will. I will, I will. Yeah, you Drop anything at a great theater opportunity for a great theater opportunity. I mean, I the last play I did, I I did the uh, world premiere of a play called Of Good Stock at South Coast Rep Theater. Um, and it was just, you know, it's life-changing to do a play and to get to do so many performances and, performances and to get to live in a role and to get to develop new work and to get to, like, say words with a live audience like that night after night. It's something that's just, I mean, I think it's why we all do it, right? Don't you yeah. think? Right.
4: right. Is there a, a a classic that you've always wanted to do? A classic play? Sure.
0: I mean, like I would kill to do any of the Chekhovs. Yeah. Like, maybe particularly the Seagull. Um, mm-hmm. I would love to do an Oscar Wilde play. I would love to mm-hmm. do an Howard play.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know all those kind of like silly, over the top, like haughty-ish yeah. comedies, mm-hmm. um, farces. You know. Sure. Like, uh. Yeah i don't think i have any and then obviously and then i'm a i love shakespeare and actually sure. like wow. i think musical comedy is 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 very like t- you know it's it's on par with shakespeare i know yeah it sounds really good, but the mm-hmm. in terms of the language and how you have to the mastery of language that musical theater requires is, is very similar to the mastery of language that performing shakespeare properly requires
3: mm-hmm.
0: um, Anyway, and the language is phenomenal. So yeah, i you know, but truly I'd I'd almost do it all. I'd almost right. do any play that came my way. Almost. I love
2: it. Cool. Yes. So yes. of course, um we we thank you so much, Cap, for being a part of Below the Below the Thoughts show oh, Um
0: for having for, like we're like I guess I could research this, but so you do this every Wednesday night. Wednesday yeah. night
2: we've we shifted from the radio station to our virtual um uh studio. <laughs> like a lot oh, of people. Yes. Um, well, Morgan and I go 15 it's years. A story for another time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Big Nick, we met through um, a mutual friend and actor that's going to have a role in the upcoming Wonder Woman
0: 1984
2: film. Nick is a, a weapons expert, former no, U.S. You're, your friends, you're mm.
0: a weapons expert. Well,
2: I, I got into training actors on how Bad to. Shoot Uh, I was
4: in the Marine Corps and I was a firearms instructor and our mutual friend needed to learn how to shoot for a role. And so I taught him how to be in the SWAT team and put all the stuff on and do all that. And and that linked me up with him because I I watch too much television. I know a
2: lot about pop culture. And as you know, um, Nick and all his doppelgangers attended the the Oscars.
0: I see Uh, that. (laughs) And that's amazing. (laughs) That's
4: cat. cat. You're yeah, amazing. A little bit of Photoshop, apparently. Yeah. yeah.
0: You're awesome, Nick. <laughs> um, guys, this has been a total joy. Thanks so,
2: for hanging uh, out with me. Uh, Thank you course. so much. First one in on Video On Demand. Kat, if you could, before we let you go, let us know who you are. Uh, plug for first one in. Maybe You can also throw out some of your other projects. And then at the end, just let us know you're on Below the Belt. Uh,
0: I'm Kat Foster. Wait, what do you want me to say?
2: I'm- uh, Kat no. Foster, you may know me from this and that. Um, uh, check me out on First One In. I'm on Below the Belt.
0: And I'm Kat Foster. You might know me from, I don't know what, Weeds Till Death. Like, so many things. Everything. All over. Every TV show. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you guys can plug me. A lot of stuff. I've been on a lot of stuff. And uh, I'm on this movie called First One In that's going to be on Amazon September 8th. And you can find me on Instagram. I am Kat Foster. Twitter. Uh, and I have a podcast uh, called Acting Real with Cat Foster, which you can find on all the major podcast stuff. Oh,
2: can we talk about that for just a quick second? Talk yeah, okay, real quick. Yeah. Oh I mean, you gotta, you gotta say you're on below the belt. Yeah, oh,
0: yeah. And, and I'm and I'm on below the belt.
2: Nice. Alright, good. Yes, good. the po- the the podcast, please. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I have this podcast called Acting Real with Cat Foster, and um, I have a first season out that has 26 episodes, and I'm really proud of all of them. Awesome. Um, I talk to actors, um, not about acting, but about how they use acting, the stuff that they know from acting, in their real everyday lives. Oh, that's cool. So it's really a show about you know growth and expansion, and you know, um, and just it's you know when we talk about rejection and anger and joy and fame and, you know, I, I kind of, we get really truthful about a lot of topics. That's awesome. and I have a bunch of episodes recorded for season two uh, and I'm going to record some more and then I'm going to put them out there. So oh, yeah. Cool. Awesome. That's
2: awesome. Very uh, cool. uh, places where you can normally find podcasts, Apple podcasts, uh, Spotify. Uh, sweet. Awesome. Kat, you're, a, you're amazing. Beautiful. Gorgeous, gorgeous, and very talented. So, so happy to have you I on. You guys,
0: my pleasure.
1: Thanks right. for thank you. Yeah,
0: thank yeah, you have so a good much. night,
2: chat. Night. You yeah. Too.
0: yeah.
2: All right. All right. Oh, bye, guys. That was Cat Foster. First one in. Check it out on video on demand. Wow, that was awesome. That was a pretty big she guest. Was great. For the yeah. so I'm, I was, I was stoked about that, man. Um, so we're gonna wrap up things. As you know, we're uh, gonna um wrap it up but yeah i just wanted to kind of pivot on the cardi b thing because as you know we have the big dnc and rnc happening right now mm. and mm. cardi b actually had an interview with all people joe biden can you believe that this was yeah the, this that was yeah. a conversation i would like to have been the flying that was yeah it was for l magazine um she uh Cardi B said I feel like black people were not asking for sympathy we're not asking for charity we are just asking for equality. So they discussed a variety of topics healthcare, higher ed- education, police brutality and the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um but um yeah, I mean uh, yes, uh, Joe Biden is officially now your Democratic uh candidate and of course we announced last week. Uh, Kamala Harris is your VP candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I watched a little bit about the, uh, about, um, the DNC, and uh, I gotta admit, you know, Michelle Obama is a very good speaker. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm almost
4: surprised he didn't choose Michelle Obama as his VP.
2: <laughs> she doesn't. She says she doesn't right? like politics. I Michelle mean, actually said in her speech, "I don't like politics," just like you guys. <laughs> yeah. So maybe he maybe he approached Michelle, and he, she just flat out said no. Probably. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just um yeah, a couple more minutes left, but yeah, a couple of me too things have, have occurred um, uh the past week, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. accused a new lawsuit of raping an a- unnamed woman, uh twice cool. at a hotel in Manhattan in 2013. Wow. So so um he's been under fire before in the past, so it's yeah you know, this isn't that, the first allegation the for him. First, not the first allegation. Cuba, you know, um, I ran into him in New York. He did like an impromptu uh, viral video that I straight up asked him, "Hey, man, after doing this, People vs. O.J., you still feel he's guilty or not?" He kind of skated around the question. He was like, "It's not about honoring or vilifying the character. It's about this." And I was like, "Okay, okay, I get it. I get it. I get. I get that's what he's doing." And it's a shame that you know if these allegations are true, um, because usually that is that is usually a career killer. Um, just, yeah, we'll ask, just ask Chris D'Elia, comedian extraordinaire. I've seen his stand-up show. I know he's really talented, but he um, he's getting replaced in Zack Snyder's zombie movie, mm-hmm. Army of the Dead. And comedian Tig Nataro is replacing him. His scenes must have been very small. I mean, I can't imagine. This movie's already wrapped. Um, So I guess they're, they're just going to reshoot. They're
4: the reshooting uh, with green screen, mostly, yeah.
2: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what happened to Kevin Spacey with uh, All the Money in the World. Yep. You remember that? Yeah. Yep, yep. they
4: replaced him with um, – shit, what's his name?
2: A late actor who uh, passed away, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, he, he was in the Star he, Wars uh, The Force Awakens. He, that was him, right? No, no, the guy that was in Knives Out. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the wrong actor. I'm having such a brain fart. Okay. But, but yeah, he got replaced. <laughs> yeah, so it's a very similar, um, similar, um, phenomena- similar
4: situation. Yeah,
2: situation. Yeah, mm. but you know, Dahlia was uh, sexually harassed uh, some girls that were underage. So oh yeah, it's an um, that's yeah, definitely a big no. Um, but you know, these again, these are allegations. You know, even Rose yeah. McGowan, she's been very vocal, accused filmmaker Alexander Payne of sexual misconduct when she supposedly was. Fifteen years old. So this is another allegation that that's. um, My
4: my only question for that one is why didn't she say something about him when she came out with Harvey Weinstein also? Yeah, that's the the one thing I don't understand about the is the timing. Like, yeah, it you know I I want her to have her justice, but I don't understand. The political. She moves. just
2: blurted all the names all at once.
4: Yeah, it should have been a list or something. Yeah. I don't know. Like.
2: She just tweeted one uh, this past Monday. She tweeted, Alexander Payne, you sat me down, played a softcore porn movie you directed for Showtime. Under a different name, I still remember your apartment in Silver Lake. You are very well endowed. You left me on a street corner afterwards. I was 15. That's Jesus. terrible. <sighs> Wow.
4: There's, there's not a woman in Hollywood that doesn't have a story like this. It's too bad.
2: Yeah. And this is not necessarily Me Too, but it's more extortion, but Ron Meyer from NBC Universal mm-hmm. disclosed that he reached a private settlement with a woman who tried to extort him after uh, they engaged in an extramarital affair, and her name um, is Charlotte Kirk. Charlotte Kirk actually had another affair with another high-ranking entertainment executive in Warner Brothers, Kevin Tushijara, which uh, led to his outing last year. So she's just, uh, I guess, sleeping her way to the top. I don't know. But apparently she is uh, ruining the careers of this men. See, this is where – this is an area where it's getting into – uh, abuse territory, or, or yeah. taking advantage of, of the system. It, it um, takes
4: away from the real victims, and mm-hmm, that, that I mm-hmm. don't I don't agree with that at all. Like, yep. if she yeah. had shitty things happen in her life, okay, you know that sucks, and she, I hope she gets the justice that she wants. But you know, they say with revenge, you know, you got to dig two graves, right? Yep. Mm. You know, two wrongs don't make a right, and correct things aren't going to change if things stay the same, apparently. Yeah.
2: Um, And uh, we always end with um, honoring those who have passed away and those celebrating mm -hmm. life. So uh, rest in peace goes out to, whether you like him or not, Donald Trump's brother, younger brother, Robert Trump, businessman, died at the age of 71. Um, Apparently he was the nice Trump. Uh Uh Uh-huh. He was the kind. (laughs) Uh Ben Cross I've never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know I yeah, haven't heard of him until he, so lay, he lays really low, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Uh, actor Ben Cross, known for uh his portrayal of Olympic athlete Harold Abrahams in Chariots okay. of Fire. Yeah,
4: yeah, this guy.
2: Yeah, and Sarek in the 20, 2009 Star Trek reboot died uh on August eighteenth at age of seventy two. Yeah. Um he's been working. I mean, he just uh appeared on pandora on the cw network had a role on that yeah and the 2018 action film the hurricane heist mm-hmm. um definitely sad that he passed away actress linda manns known for her roles in out of the blue and days of heaven died at the age of 58 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ash christian emmy winning uh, producer actor filmmaker died in his sleep while vacationing in port of Arjarta damn at the age of 35 dude young dude you're younger than me now, man. Yeah, no, no yeah, cause of, I mm, no mm, cause of death. No cause of death. So good. hopefully there's no foul play or overdose or anything like that. But um jo- uh, Jesse Goines, one of the miners, featured on Discovery Channel's uh, Gold Rush, The Lost Mine, uh passed away at the age of sixty. He died on set, guys.
4: Oh damn.
2: Yeah. So apparently he was on set for the show in Colorado when was found unconscious by a crew member. Jesus. Tatsuyo Watari, Japanese actor, uh worked on cult favorites, Seijun Suzuki and Kinji Fusu. Um <laughs> uh, some of uh well known Japan, not so well known here. Yeah. Sadly enough, died at the age of 78. Uh Quinn Coleman, um label executive DJ and son of former BET chief Deborah Lee passed away at the age of 31 the cause of death remains unknown. Um, so yes, sad passings uh, rest in peace to those who have passed and celebrating a birthday today. Another year around the sun and another year above ground guys. Yep. Uh, speaking of star Trek from the next generation, Diana Maldar is 82 oh, man. Uh, actor, Gerald McRaney. He's a veteran actor, 73 mm-hmm. Jim Carter from Downton Abbey, 72. Another Star Trek actor from the generation, next generation, Jonathan Frakes, 68 today. Riker. Yeah. Yes, that's Riker. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, actor Peter Gallagher, 65, from The O.C. Uh-uh. Yeah. All okay. right. Love Gallagher, okay. Love him. John Stamos, the, the handsome stud, is 57. Thank for him. Kira Sedgwick, the wife of Kevin Bacon, is 55. mm mm-hmm. Kevin Dillon, Matt Dillon's brother and also Entourage star, 55. Matthew Perry from Friends. Yep. Another great actor. God. Great show. 51 today. Can you believe it? Wow, he's old. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Erica Christensen from Parenthood's 38. Melissa Famara from Brooklyn Nine Nine's 38. Tamin Sursik from Pretty Little Liars is 37. Lil Romeo. Actor oh Romeo is 31. <laughs> he's not so little anymore then if he's not 30. so Correct. Then he 31. Not so right? Then he's just
4: regular Romeo.
2: Yep. And actor Ethan Kukowski from Shameless is 21. That's birthdays right. today. And, of course, uh, WWE fans, please check out SummerSlam. It's a hell of a card um, this uh, Sunday. Uh, I don't think Nick or Morgan will be tuning in, but I shall be tuning in for the hair versus hair match. And <laughs> you enjoy that good, sir. <laughs> Mandy yeah. versus Sonya Deville. And of course, Drew McIntyre defending against Randy Orton in the main event. And um, Braun Strowman, who Lion says is your doppelganger. Yep. Right? <laughs> I've heard defend, that. Defends the universal title against The Fiend, Bray Wyatt. So that should be something to look forward to. Um, but Yeah. Um, looking forward to that and it's been a tremendous show from top to bottom we have to end tonight's show a little earlier than usual but nonetheless we'd like to thank the amazing panel who already left the building but we'll shout her out sabrina taylor smith mm-hmm. and of course the birthday celebrants starting with your grace the queen if you will the mother of dragons. The one and only Morgan Fab, Morgan Fabulous. Thank you. Love it. Thank you for having me. This was a great show, as always. Awesome. The one, the only, the captain,
4: Big Nick. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for flying Air BTB. This is your captain speaking. Please keep your seatbelts fastened until we come to a complete stop. That's
2: right. Of course, we have to thank the beautiful and talented, our feature guest, Cat Foster. Make sure you check out. First awesome. one in September 8th on Video On Demand. She was a great interview. She was great. She was yeah. fantastic. And, guys, I'm Al Celebrity Soto, your host with the most. Um, we're ending tonight with the cool cut. And this time, the, birthdays, the other birthday celebrant, Morgan Fab, is going to close out the show with a song of her choice. Morgan, take it away. I mean, there could have been so many that I... <laughs>
1: that I chose here that could have really, you know, meant something, but I'm just going to go with the classic that I've always loved that gets me hype. And it's from miss Spears and it's, oops, I did it again. It there is. It is. <laughs> it's just fun. It's
4: a, it's a classic.
1: It's a classic. Put on your red onesie and leather and, and you pipped you that know,
2: costume before, right?
1: I haven't, but that is on my list to do.
2: Love the song. The only thing I'm not a huge fan of is the conversation. Mm. I think that part's hilarious. I think that, that, in my opinion, if that was edited out, it would make it a better song. But that's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. But nonetheless, it's the birthday girl's classic It's cheesy, it's funny, yeah. It's good,
4: it's perfect.
2: (laughs) Oops, I did it again. A play with your hearts. Got lost in the. (laughs) Next time we're
1: out, we're going to all do the dance.
2: There you go. Guys, it's been a great show. Until next week, we'll see you then. Adios. Peace.
3: Good night.
1: it again i made you believe we're more than just friends Songs available only on live broadcasts on WMBC and belowthebeltshow.com. Well, it has been a ill show tonight and I think we have all learned some valuable lessons. This is your bot for the bad boys of Baltimore saying, until next time, keep chilling.
4: Like a villain.